0: Uh, look oh, up. we are in frame. Hell yeah! Hey, everybody, welcome to just another nerdy podcast. I'm <laughs> Jay. I'm Drizzt. Tommy M F White. Tommy M F White. Look oh, go. Motherfucking White. You gotta just commit to it, man. Just scream it out. Tommy, motherfucking White. Sorry, that was <laughs> that was a lot I of I energy. Used to tell people all the time.
1: My name's Tommy M F White, and the M F stands for M F. Stands for what? (laughs) It used to get alive by a tons of
0: people. Stands for MF. Yeah. Just MF. Yeah. Okay. You disappoint me. (laughs) No, we all know what it stands for. It stands for MF. Okay, okay. So, we're good here. Open up comments. Actually, I'm going to share this out real quick with the world. So, if you guys bear with me for a moment. So, okay, guys. Just to let you guys know, this is just another nerdy podcast um you can download us on iTunes Google, Stitcher and iTunes no, iHeartRadio I and CastBox and CastBox you can also, that's our home site actually that's they, really they let you put everything free on there, wow. which is really really nice everywhere else wants to charge you money and or will only let you do like 5 episodes or an hour, or 3 hours it's really dumb so, Castbox is 100% free. So, check us out there. Give them some love.
2: Jay, did you pay money to get our stuff on other?
0: No. No, you don't have to. So, like, I. So, how this works is, is um, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, they are not a host site they will just upload all of the information you have to you have to upload everything to a host site and then you give them what they call an rss feed which is basically a website and then they download the all the information from there and put it up on their site so um including like the the stuff so but all of the host sites so like podbean um i've forgotten all the other ones (laughs) Castbox. Um, there you got to put them up there. All the other ones outside of Castbox will try to charge you in some way. Mm. Castbox does not charge you in any way, so Castbox is pretty dope. Um, so yeah, and then you can watch us live on YouTube every Wednesday at noonish. And then, just New in niche. case you guys are ever interested, we also do a um a writing podcast randomly at my Twitch page at J uh, it's Drew's a and I to do it, but we need to bring Tommy in. I forgot, Tommy, that you like hate wrote a book one time. Like, <laughs> I still hate writing that same book. You still hate writing the book. Join the Team Deem. Yeah, uh, the become stream. part of the Deem stream. Uh, you'll be on Team Deem, which is beautiful. So, yeah, okay, so, um, so there's a lot of like nerd shit that went on this week, apparently, last week. Uh, w guys, did you guys keep up with San Diego Comic-Con at all?
1: Not super. I watched all the nerdy movie trailers. That's, that's I the
0: main, yeah. i
1: excited for those.
0: Did you... Shazam looks like... Yeah, Nate, did you get to watch... Dritz, I'm sorry! Did you get to watch, um, Shazam or Aquaman trailers? Uh, no. Okay, they were, uh, they were pretty good. Really? Yeah, I think, um so if i were to analyze dc my biggest problem with dc and i i call it the dark night fever uh is this idea that um everything has to be over and hyper realistic and has to be explained
1: super super dark and
0: super gritty it's not always just dark and gritty but it's this idea that it has to be extremely grounded to the fact that everything has to be explained scientifically so i was really worried about wonder woman initially because they were talking about what they wanted to do with wonder woman was they wanted to make the amazonians part kryptonian and that's what explained their superpowers and i'm like guys that'd be dumb fuck off like stop stop trying to over explain things let us suspend our disbelief like that's why I feel like it's become this idea because The Dark Knight did a really good job of grounding things, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and there's also my firm belief as to why Christian Bale should never have should never be Batman in a Justice League format because the Chris Nolans are completely grounded, mm-hmm. like and that's, that is possible. Yeah, that's a that is possible. So to put Batman next to an Amazonian like part goddess to put um, Batman next to Superman or Green Lantern or makes
2: Manhunter or...
0: To, to put to put Chris Nolan Batman next to them makes zero goddamn sense like it just it breaks the reality that is built into those movies so be delightful though. so I was really really worried yeah. I was I was really worried and then they did Wonder Woman the way they did it and I was like okay this is awesome and now it seems like Aquaman and Shazam are going to follow suit in the fact that... And, it, and it's going to take away all of the darkness, or most of the darkness, and, and have a brighter feel. Which is interesting, because like, I think uh, the director of Aquaman is James Wan. Uh, he directed... Was it Insidious? Or... Yeah. Directed Insidious. He directed uh, some of the Saw movies. Mm-hmm. And now he's doing Aquaman. And you would think the guy who directed like some really dark, creepy shit... Would we want
2: to make it dark would follow
0: suit, but no, he's it looks so fun. Like Aquaman looks awesome. Like I, I know there's a little bit of hate on the Black Manta costume um, because he looks, <laughs> he just looks unproportionate. Like um, my favorite
1: thing to come out of all <laughs> the Aquaman stuff is everyone photoshopping it online and putting Mermaid Man in there.
0: Oh, yeah, I've so, seen like, that. I've,
1: I've seen like four or five of
0: them. Chris Regeridge, hey! The three bearded musketeers. I... Okay. I can dig it. <laughs> um, So... I am not wearing your
2: glasses today, Jake.
0: No, I've been doing contacts lately. I've been trying... I've been less lazy. I'm coming out of a lazy hole. uh, uh and I think I'm just crawling into a different lazy hole. But <laughs>
2: <laughs> hashtag life.
0: Yeah. So, um... Aquaman trailer really really good. Black Manta looked ridiculous, but I almost think that it, it works because it, it's just owning this idea that this is a fucking comic book movie. It's supposed to like, be like the fucking comic it's book. It's committing one hundred percent to it. Um, they have like um, like mer people and shit in there, and they have like. Like, also, I mean, it just looks gorgeous and it looks fun. And then apparently, they're like trying to do like an Indiana Jones, like Temple of Doom type of like inspiration where, like, so part of the movie, he has to go and get the original King of Atlantis's like trident. So he goes to the fucking desert into like some kind of like tomb to find it. So there's like an amazing part where is it his, his wife named Mira? I think yeah. Mira jumps out of an airplane. And the pilot's like, what is she doing? And he goes, really jumps out. And then he does his, ju- from the Justice League movie, where he's like, wow! Like, his, like, yelling, yeah. screaming. That it's just him having a good time. And I, it just felt great. Like, seeing the trailer, I was like, I'm in. Like, I'm one-one-one in. Yeah. Because like, my problem with Zack Snyder has been is every single thing has to be as dark and poopy-faced as possible. Like, every actor has to have the best poop face. Like... <laughs> like, and it just has to be dark. Are like,
1: bland with no color, too. It's all gray. I know that. They,
0: they were showing Batman... Clips of Batman v Superman without the effect of the Zack Snyder color effect. Yeah. And it's... It's beautiful. Like, it's <laughs> great. Like... <laughs> and then he... Poop washes all of it. It just—it's really frustrating. So, um, so then, and then the Shazam trailer, I yeah. finally like. I know a lot of people. I even cringed when I saw um, Zach Levy's uh Zachary Levi. Yeah, it's- yeah, Zachary Levi's um, initial costume picture because it's a padded muscle suit, <laughs> and and it looks like really weird. But in context of the trailer, it's just it's. Mm, it just works. He
1: uh, buffed out quite a bit for that. He did buff too. out, but because the last thing I saw him in was Chuck, which is one of my favorite shows, and he's like skinny, scrawny, nerdy dude in that show.
0: I I don't know. I always felt like in Chuck that he was like more fit for the outfit that they put him in. Like yeah. he was like bigger than the outfit, so almost like they were trying to put eye candy out there, but have have this decently fit guy mm-hmm. be nerdy and ridiculous the thing that so the thing that i i know is not gonna translate well is the day that you're gonna have captain marvel meet um so like zachary levi's captain marvel meet um superman uh henry cavill superman because henry cavill is muscle like he is straight muscle he is hairy man muscle And to put him next to Zachary Levi is going to be not quite... If
1: you see Henry Cavill in the Mission Impossible trailers... I know. In that that bathroom scene where he fights Tom
0: Cruise, he's just... I love the the quote where she's like, you know, you prefer a scalpel, I prefer a hammer. And he comes out and he's like... And I'm like, oh, (laughs) that works. Which apparently that movie's already gotten like a 95 on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I... But that's pre-audience... Yeah. so it it gets released on thursday i've not watched any of the mission impossibles and it really frustrates me because i need to but they keep coming out with more that are on top range
1: i bought. you really don't need to i bought the collection <laughs> for 30 bucks i watched all the originals <clears throat> one is just okay two is pretty bad Three's okay, four was okay, and then five, which is the one before this one, Ghost Protocol, was really good.
0: I heard three, four, and five were all fantastic. Three's well, got yeah, Henry Seymour Hoffman.
1: Ha- Philip Seymour Hoffman. Is Philip, the Seymour. <laughs> Philip Seymour Hoffman. Is the Henry Seymour
0: three. Hoffman. They're
1: all pretty good. They're It's not my favorite, actually, the like franchise, but...
0: I, well, I just really want to watch it because each yeah. one looks better. And, it, and it's getting to the point where it's almost like Fast and the Furious stunt level yeah. where each movie they have to show Tom Cruise my, doing something absolutely batshit crazy. I watched
1: uh, Chris Stockman's review on it and it's one of his favorite action movie franchises. And he's like super critical when he goes to movies. because I mean, he's a critic, of course. But yeah, he really loved it. He gave it an A out of an F to an A ranking and said it was his favorite action movie he's seen in the last couple years. Because apparently each stunt is just bigger and better than the one before it in the movie. And then each stunt is, like, the best they could have done it. And apparently it helps for believability that Tom Cruise does, like, 99% of his stunts. There's no CG. It's just Tom Cruise getting the shit beat out of him.
0: Yeah, he actually, didn't you break his arm in the Uh, last one? Not six, but the one before that. There's
1: this ridiculous part in the trailer where he's, like, climbing up a helicopter rope. And then he falls down and like slams into this stuff that's hanging from the helicopter. Shit. And like I was wa- watching him and Jimmy Fallon talk about it, and Jimmy's like, "Don't you ever get like scared?" And he's like, "Oh, twenty four seven. I'm terrified. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> all the time." <clears throat> um. So yeah, so those trailers Shazam looks great though. Like it, yeah, it, it, looks he, so good. it looks great. I I love the goofiness like of the fact that it's like a fifteen year old. Uh, turned into a superhero and like I he think. like my favorite part is he's like you know you're welcome to, for saving you from the bad guys and he sees a girl and he goes hey what's up i'm a superhero <laughs> <laughs> the
1: thing i'm gonna like most about it is yeah i know nothing about shazam aside from the animated stuff right and i love going into a superhero thing knowing nothing like with uh, marvel's cloak and dagger tv show I'm super enjoying that.
0: They're- are you? I haven't watched it.
1: They're on like episode
0: eight. Dritz doesn't like it. The
1: reason he I'm says it's okay. super enjoying I'm it translating, is because I know nothing about Cloak and Dagger. Okay. So like I went into the show blind.
2: I love the idea of, of the show. It's cool. Like the superheroes are rad. I cannot get past the dumb bitch they have playing Dagger. <laughs> I fucking hate her stupid face. I like her. From Why? the dumb fuck bullshit fucking Disney channel. I have had to watch her dumb ass fucking face on TV, for more than five fucking <laughs> years, whatever dumb fucking show she was on, because my little sister loved the fucking Disney channel, I can't fucking do it Tommy,
1: I can do it, I think she's fantastic, she's she a great that fucking sucks,
0: I haven't, I haven't taken any, t- I've, it's like Inhumans, I probably won't touch it I ever, don't <laughs> bother, I wasn't going to, I know. put it on Hulu, I've heard Inhumans is just,
1: yeah,
0: meh, horrible Trash which sucks because one of my favorite guys from Misfits is on there um, as the bad guy the dude from
1: the um, films, yeah yeah the that's, that's him dogs. yeah that's the yeah. guy from oh, Misfits he was yeah in Misfits
0: he's from too. Misfits uh, oh, like I've, I've just been seeing people pop up from Misfits here and there and I'm like wow like I've been watching actually so I stopped mid season two of Preacher and then I started picking it up last night and there's a dude from the later half of Misfits in there as a vampire. And he's amazing.
2: Help you like, your sister for a piece of cheese. I <laughs> like cheese.
0: Piece worst, you
2: sick fuck.
0: <laughs> I, I bet you're a fan of... Uh, what's his name? What is the main... Um, It's that really fucking trolley kid. I can't remember his name. I can't either. In the sh- it's Mickey, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, Mickey. It's I love Mickey. Mickey's beautiful. Like... One of my favorite episodes where they're all sitting on the roof and Mickey's lotioning himself up like a douche. Like a douche. Who fucking does that? They just wrote Mickey out and I was like, I hope you all burn in hell (laughs) for writing Mickey out. It was amazing. (laughs) It was the best part of the show. I've been trying to watch it since he left the show and I can't. Like, I really can't. Like, uh,
2: we were talking last week about Shameless... And as much as I... I, I That show... It, I don't like it, but I can't stop watching
0: it. Saturday is the release of season 8 on Netflix. And then in September, season 9 starts.
2: It's not that I don't like the show. It's a good show. It's well made. The acting is amazing. It's just...
0: It's hard. It's hard to watch. Sometimes there are things. Like, I know people who quit watching... Because of, like, shit Frank did. Like, um, the, the number one, like, killer of viewers that I've heard of so far <laughs> is when Frank... Frank uh,
2: Gallagher is the number one killer of viewers. Frank yeah. lets that
0: woman with the heart die. Like, there's a woman with a heart issue, hmm. and, like, I don't remember why he needs the heart. But he, like, ends up stopping her from getting the... Oh! No, it's so he can collect her fucking money. He's gonna collect her insurance money or whatever after she dies. So he stops her from getting the heart. And she dies. And he, she dies when he has sex with her. Because he knows it'll kill her. And then he goes to collect the insurance money. And it's just... It's, it's, it's such a low feat and it, it's like it, a lot of, for me though I just kept going everyone else stopped. that's where they like my sister was like I couldn't for a really long time I could not continue so she had to kind of forget it and and for which is funny because like the reason why I stopped watching Breaking Bad for a very long time is when Walt watches Jesse's girlfriend just OD, die yeah he just watches her OD and I was like fuck Walt spoilers for a show that's been out since 2011 yeah if you haven't been watching is for like Breaking Bad, yeah. Spo- spoilers for Better Call Saul, kind of. I guess. <laughs> A little bit. I, I don't know. I, I stopped watching. I stopped, and then I, I've been trickling in, but I, I realized when I came back how much I hate Skyler, like his wife. Join the rest of everyone who's ever seen the show. I ca- Yeah, I don't know what it is, but I think Skyler's the worst <laughs> and i can't i can't do it anymore and walt is just amazing cuz he's almost like frank but evil like frank's just a dick like he's a well-intentioned dick who will like frank do terrible an things agent of chaos. he's an agent of chaos where walt is just straight evil like he's he's evil personified was someone had an article man. out a while ago asking you know was he ever a good person or was it just who he was pretending to be? Yeah, he was just pretending. He's like, was he truly just evil from the start? Um. So, another thing I was going to talk about, and this is actually what I named the episode after, uh, is it James Gunn? Yeah, James yeah. Gunn got fired. Uh, the director for Guardians of the Galaxy. For some
1: tweets from 2009.
0: Yeah, he tweeted some really insensitive shit in 2009. He used to be and
1: the way he explained it, and the way it, it was explained through various other <clears> sources, <throat> he used to be one of those shock and awe people. He would—he was a troll, a, a troll on purpose. He would post just outlandish, nasty, S- Something stuff. about
0: pedophilia. He made a joke. Like. Jo-
1: he made a joke in, in support of pedophilia, and then yeah, he, and then he made a really insensitive rape joke. But it was in 2009, and like. Somebody just happened to dredge it up on his Twitter and bring it up to Disney, and so Disney fired him.
0: Yeah, Disney fired him immediately.
1: Jesus.
0: No, I'm good. Thank you. So Disney immediately fired him. Wow. So um, here's my thoughts, right? Okay, so this, this is a tweet. These are tweets from 2009. Um, they're offensive, mm-hmm. for sure. But, I mean, he'd even said before his firing, he was like, look. I'm a different person. I watched it and agreed about Skylar. Right? <laughs> fuck Skylar. So anyways, Thank you, he, uh, he, put out, er, so he put out a lot of tweets saying, like, you know, I'm yeah. a different person. He goes, I've grown, and I'm proud of the fact that I've grown. And Disney was like, yep, yeah, fired. <laughs> Fans <laughs>
1: no, are raging you. right now. And, and so and, is apparently
0: all the cast. Oh, yeah, everyone's pissed. The and, um, and so here's the, here's the funny thing, though, is out of this... Roseanne <laughs> has come out and been like, "Why are all you defending him but not me? Uh,
1: he's disgusting.
0: No one likes you, Roseanne." Well, here's the deal. Okay, so this is this is the difference, Roseanne. I'm gonna I'm giving you this you message, right here. Now. Yeah, you you are still defending your shit. Maybe are not even racist; just fucking insensitive and she, shitheaded. She had another still.
1: interview like last week where. She was trying to, they brought her on to ask her questions. She's still excusing her shit. And yeah, literally they were like, explain yourself. And instead of explaining herself and like apologizing, she just doubled down on it. Obama!
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> so, Obama. so here's the deal. Like there was an article like the other day that was like, I got fired because I'm a Trump supporter. Fuck you, Roseanne. Um, here's you my deal. Yeah, like, like Dritz said. You're racist now. Tim Gunn is... J- James Gunn. James Gunn. Tim is his brother. James has changed into Tim. now. <laughs> James, into Tim. James has changed. He's a different person. He's a, a grown-up now. And he, so... He's a full person. Here's my here's my beef, Disney. Tell us what your beef is. I'm addressing is, you. Uh, like it's Wendy's. You don't have a lot of really fucking good directors. You have some, but you've burned a lot of bridges. Like, so they've got, so there was James Gunn, who they still have, they still have Taika Waititi, and they still have Ryan Coogler. Those two have only done one movie, so we only have proof that they can do one really good
3: movie.
0: And then they've got the Russo brothers. Yep. That's it. Like, I, Ant-Man and the Wasp was all right. You know your other movies are all right, but you know right now you only you you have a handful of people. You used to have. I didn't see Edgar Wright. The they burned bridges with Edgar Wright. Mm-hmm. And then they had um was oh so on the Mar- or on the Star Wars side of things they had the Phil and Chris Lord,
3: mm-hmm.
0: the guys who did the Lego movie. They did the twenty one and twenty two Jump Street. Those guys, they had them for Solo and then fired them. So they're burning bridges with extremely talented directors.
2: They would have made Solo Ugh. campy and fun.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they just... I don't think they wanted to go with the vision that Disney wanted to stick with, which... They had Dog Lover in that movie, for Christ's sake. Which I'm just going to say, um... Was it Ryan, Ryan Johnson? Ryan Johnson?
1: Yeah, Ryan. Ryan.
0: Um... So why the fuck would you fire those two and keep him on to just rape the shit out of the second, I'm sorry to say it that way, but they just destroyed the second, uh, star Wars movie and like everything that it was supposed to be about. So I, it just, it's mixed messaging. Now, Philip DeFranco brought up a point that, uh, it's possible right now they're trying their hardest not to rock the boat. Because of the fact that um, they're buying uh, Fox right now, and they're like, they're in the closing yeah, deal. A, Comcast is out. There's
1: like a shareholder meeting there.
0: Yeah, there's a share, shareholder meeting. So they're trying their hardest not to. Not to. Piss off their fan base. Yeah, fuck everything up. But you did kind of fuck things up. The only thing that really pisses me off is the fact that. No matter what, though, they're going to get away with it. Like, like my my first thought is, oh, boycott Guardians of the Galaxy 3. That's going to be like two or three years from now. Like, my anger is going to be far subsided by then.
2: You do not understand the bounds of my rage.
0: <laughs> I'm just saying, though, like 90% of the, of the people who are pissed off right now are still going to go to Guardians of the Galaxy 3 in two to three years from now.
2: I was dissociating when I saw the <laughs> second one, so... I remember sitting in a dark theater, staring at a screen full of colors for two hours, and then leaving. <laughs> it's that's. I mean, that's the movie, though. You didn't <laughs> it's,
1: miss much. Yeah, right. it's, I
2: mean, there was one. There was one scene I remember specifically, mainly because it snapped me out of my dissociative fugue. To piss me off. What was it? It was the tape. The tape scene, when they're placing the bomb, I think. Oh, you don't like the tape scene? No. The ta- I love the tape scene. It was a little much. Um
0: it, it it was trying too hard. That was a trailer scene, so I think for me it was kind of dull by then. But um a lot of that movie was trying too hard. <sighs> I don't know. I dug it. I dug it I did not Tommy didn't even dig it It remained undug I'm
1: in the minority I've, by the I've seen that movie like four times I It's not one of my favorites
0: Thank you Tommy I don't think I don't think I'm It's hard to put in a favorites When you're When you've Tommy. got 20 movies Like they're, tw- they're at 20 now Yeah It's hard to put in my favorites There's very few that are at my like top And a lot of them are Captain America mm-hmm. Like Captain America Captain America 2 <laughs> Captain America so 2 big. is awesome.
1: Amazing. It's, um, a, it's a good enough movie that people who hate Marvel or dislike superhero movies watched it and were like, hey, really good
0: movie. It, it was one of the first movies that they finally got the idea that like you make different movies with each movie. So yeah. they were like, let's do a political thriller. Wow. And the Russo Whoa. brothers, the did, Russo did brothers are supposed to be different. <laughs> the Russo brothers get it. That's oh why goodness. that's why Infinity War was so fucking good. was because it was directed by the Russo brothers, written and directed by them. Infinity War is only pain. It's oh god, it is it tragedy.
2: Out, oh my god.
0: Um it's so it's so effective that like it almost ruins one of the funniest end credit scenes for Ant-Man too. Mm-hmm. Um, do you mind if I spoil it? I'm not I'm not super invested in Ant Man. I just oh, man. I like I, I love like.
1: both
2: of them. I like uh, Phil. Phil Rudd is it? Or is it Paul, Paul? Rudd? I always get him and the drummer for ACDC confused. Oh yeah. <laughs> one of them plays a superhero for movies and the other one hired a man to kill his ex wife. Oh my god. Yeah, he's on top uh, for it right now.
0: Paul Rudd is is way more than Ant-Man. He's great. He's delicious in everything he's in. He really is. Uh, so, anyways, the end of it. Okay, so spoilers for the end end credit scene of Ant-Man, which is the one that everyone says to skip anyways, because it's not worth I don't waiting. i any of them. So, but it's like you get to the end and like the snap has occurred, and there's like an emergency channel going like on the TV. It's like I believe it's called the Great Culling. Oh, everyone's just re- referring to it as the Snappening. <laughs>
2: the Snappening. So anyways... So, didn't the comics call it Thanos' great culling or something, something like that? Probably. Yeah,
0: like that. Everyone's referring to Massage it as the snap. some
2: fucking language. Don't call it the Snappening, you fuckers. That's, you're
0: in the minority now. <laughs> God damn it. So anyways, they snap. Uh, and it's at the end, and, and it's... So they... <laughs> they like... They said they programmed this Ant to go through all of Paul Rudd's daily routines while he's on house arrest. So, so you constantly keep clipping back and referring to the Ant playing the drums. (laughs) Is he
1: playing the drums on, I think, Guitar Hero or something like
0: that? I'm pretty sure it's just an electric drum kit. Everyone was like, it's Guitar Hero. He's not near a TV or anything. Yeah. He's just in the middle of the fucking hallway. It's just an electric drum kit. You can just... Plug some headphones into it and you can hear what you're so the ant so there with the headphones. So at the end of it though, it's the very end scene. <laughs> Cause yeah, like you would assume now that he's been home, they would have just like deprogrammed the ant, but no. No <laughs> they just left the ant going. So at the end of the snap, it's like emergency broadcast stations. Boo! And then it gets over and there's the ant still fucking playing yeah, the drums. True. A lot of people didn't like that
1: scene. I thought it
0: was hilarious. Well, so it's it's the it's the fact that, like, Infinity War was so strong that that emergency broadcast signal causes extremely mixed feelings. Yeah. Like, you want to laugh, but you're also like, oh, my fucking God, it's the end of the world. Like Half of the universe is dead. <laughs> gone. They're just gone. You just,
1: the best... End credit scene is still the Captain America one when he's like, So you're here. You watched that Spider yeah, no, Man Homecoming. No, it's me. he just I comes out and he goes,
2: About disappointment. <laughs>
0: he just <laughs> goes out to <laughs> talk about disappointment. Yeah. It was the best troll.
1: Yes, it was.
0: I've seen it a lot. Everyone was like, Yeah, it's not worth it. I'm like, No, 100% worth it. Actually, yes. at, watch it. it is 16 great. movies in and then they decide to troll us <laughs> they fucking troll you <laughs> hard too. I think, I
2: think howard the duck at the end of the first guardians of the galaxy was a pretty hardcore troll
0: yeah my buddy and i were just like oh shit it's howard the duck do you know who played him howard the duck seth green
2: yeah
0: voiced him for that good job he's seth
1: good green he's gonna do voices him.
0: Seth Green is a, a a magical man. He's
1: in my favorite video game series,
0: That's Effect. Oh yeah, he is. I remember. He, he's
2: in Mass Erect? He's like the pilot.
1: He plays a character named Joker.
2: I don't. I don't play Spunk Gargo Wii Wee
0: games. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what did I? What did I? Did I start something? No, Super Mario World. Sorry, we already talked about that. We we're talking about Super Mario World. I played some Super. I got the SNES Classic, which is my jam. So what pisses me off is there are shirts out there that have the NES Classic or the NES controller, mm-hmm. and it just says classically trained. And I'm like, where the fuck are the SNES Classic controller shirts? Right, that was my concept, bro. Yeah, that was place. my classically trained. Like I had four buttons, bitch. I deal with it. I had a NES, uh,
1: but when I did, I was young enough that I don't remember. I just remember having one. But all my Bondus early video memories
0: are from Super Nintendo. Yeah, a lot of my friends had the, the NES and then I had the SNES and like I played the three games that I played one of them I don't even know it was like something like Blaze or something like that mm-hmm. um, there's something all I remember is like one of the bosses I think it's the second one was a giant rolling eyeball it would roll through the room and you would have to climb up the wall jump over the eyeball and every time you hit the eyeball it would grow bigger so then you'd have less room to jump. Mm. you have to do it like three or four times. Um, and then I played um, Super Mario World. Actually, it was Super Mario All-Stars plus Super Mario World. So I had like all the Marios. And then uh, I played some... I'd never owned it, but I played uh, uh, like Link to the Past. Uh, and then um, I had uh, Pagemaster. There was a video game yeah. for Pagemaster. And that's that. the one that I beat.
2: That's my favorite movie.
1: So much rage for Link to the past. Cause I was like six, six or seven, right. trying to play and figure out that game and beat it. Oh, I used to rage all the time. I'd get mad and chuck my controller. My aunt and uncle. Good, done. Though,
2: good
0: thing those things are made of steel. <laughs> right. Yeah. My my buddy talked about how he used to take it and he had like so he had the hard wood edge of the bed mm-hmm. and he'd be sitting on his bed and he would take it by the by the. Cord. By the cord, and we go <laughs> like yeah. smack it as hard as he could when he was pissed, and those things took a beating. Like they took a fucking beating, man. I'm afraid of that controller you breaking. Toss
2: a nest down a flight of stairs, plug it in, and play it just fine.
0: I had a friend actually. So talking about uh, Nintendo structural, like structural integrity. Beth. Integrity. Um, he had a, the original DS, that weird blocky looking thing. <laughs> that
1: thing with a tank.
0: Threw it out of the car on the interstate. Stopped the car. Went out and picked it up. It was busted in half, just held together by a wire. Turned it on. Played it. Same thing. Uh, <laughs> like
1: years and years ago, I didn't own a DS at the time because I couldn't afford one. And my buddy Will Morrison had one of the old giant bricks. And I gave him a bunch of Yu-Gi-Oh cards I had laying around for it. And I had that thing for years. The color was going out. So, like, it was all black and white and all weird colors. And it was held on by one little, like, wire. Still played it for years. And the top part eventually broke off and it didn't work. Still kept the bottom, used it as a Game Boy Advance for years. Still worked, charged up, and everything.
0: <laughs> See, I mean that's like Nintendo uh, used uh, to have serious integrity yeah, with um, their consoles. Do you
1: remember G Four? Yeah. Was the old video game channel. Yeah, yeah. I watched a show on there one time where they were talking about console durability, and they took an original Xbox and they threw it out of like a four-story window, and it slammed into the ground. And then they grabbed it, and they brought it back up to their office, and it didn't play. And they took the old PS2 Slim and dropped it out the window, and it slammed down, took it back up to their office, and it didn't play. They took the Nintendo GameCube by the handle and, like, football slammed (laughs) that thing four stories. It still played. They were like, hmm they slammed it down again and then they hit it like eight or nine times with a baseball bat and just beat the (laughs) hell out of it took it upstairs loaded it up still played super mario sunshine they were like what the hell
0: that's weird though because like i had like a gamecube i was sitting on a shelf like that high and my niece tripped on it and it came down it broke the disc, like the rotating piece really, on the disc. Mine
1: took a beating. And it's, yeah, it's mine
0: too never took fun. a beating. I treated it really well. And in that one time I left my ne- my niece and my nephews to play it for like an hour and they fucking destroyed it. It betrayed you. I love them.
1: I treated mine really well. I got mad because a family member. I had gotten a new console. I got a PS3 and they were like, I don't have a game console to play. And I, I thought it would be nice. I was like, you can have... My, my original GameCube that I had, I was like, you can have that. I got like 10 games with it. Uh, no, I had like 15 or 16 games. So I gave it to my mom because she didn't have a game system at her house. And me and my brother would go there on occasion. And I was all like, "Hey, go, Mom. Now we have something to play at your house. And then she sold it in her yard sale for 15 bucks.
0: I wonder. Uh, I was angry. I feel, like, I feel like the person that would have bought that would be Tyler White. Or not Tyler White. Fuck. Tyler Lewis. Tyler Lewis. I, I don't
1: mean. know. My mom sold my Double Dash. That's a $40 game. Yep. Uh, both of my Pokemon games, those are $40 apiece. I had Paper a 1,000-Year Door. That's a $40 game. Smash Brothers is still around 40 bucks for Melee. All these $40 games, I have four controllers, three memory cards.
0: It's been about... Two or three times now, I've seen this lady pop up. I don't know if it's the same lady, but on Grinnell for sale.
1: She sold a whole lot of it for $15? She sold all of it for 15 bucks, and it didn't give me any of the money, even though it was my GameCube that I left at her Whoever house. Whoever
2: bought it from her robbed her fucking blind. Oh,
1: they knew it, too. They were probably like,
0: <laughs> Tyler Lewis. <And> so,
1: <laughs> the funny thing is, it's all thanks to my brother. Because somebody asked my mom, like, what, what would you want for this? And instead of calling me and asking me what it's worth, my mom called my brother, and my brother was laughing his ass off over the phone when he's like, $15 seems fair. And so my mom sold it for $15. Your
0: brother's the goddamn devil.
1: My brother thought it was the funniest thing in the world. Fuck, man. And yes, my brother My brother is the goddamn devil.
0: <laughs> I reject you, Mower. Um. Yeah, no, that's that's terrible. That is just... That is. the Uh, worst uh that's like so my buddy was telling me a story about how his little brother now granted he was a little kid at the time so he did not know um decided to one by one release all 150 one of his pokemon (laughs) on his original it was red or blue copy i don't uh, remember which all her one of them being uh i think it was mew That you could wait in the line at, like, a, a Toys R Us 4 or something? You gotta, like, wait in line and you got that the was code? one
1: of the only two ways to get Mew back there. It was, yeah,
0: he got Mew and his brother released him into the wild.
1: That's like...
0: This is... Oh my god! So this brings up a story. I'm so sorry. I have to tell you this. This is... Oh. Oh, I just flashed back, like, hard to a gamer's memory. Tommy. Tommy. <laughs> we've awakened something in jay do you okay do you guys know god what were their names like the one guy was named clayton i think he's hardcore in a pokemon what the
1: fuck are you talking about? uh was it clayton froyas
0: <laughs> yeah the froyas brothers Brother Trace? Yeah, some these fucking brothers. kids come into gamers Brother and they Trace. will talk hours about pokemon right think about them is they don't look like it they yeah, look like they <laughs> fucking play any video game. They look like Rednecks. I used to play Pokemon. Uh, his brother looks like a, a nerd, but Clayton does not. No. But let me tell you something. Okay, you can't, you got to listen to the story. This is amazing. So Clayton would come in. is is an amazeballs, Jared. He would talk to me about Pokemon, and he would be dead serious about it. Like, I, there's points where I'd kind of chuckle and go, he was no. He
3: serious
0: He was like, Pokemon. no, this is not funny. I am what, he was dead serious about Pokemon, and he comes in one day, this is my favorite thing ever, he comes in one day, and he looks David, the owner of Gamers, in the eye, and he goes, I got a serious question, um, what, uh, what are you doing with the Pokemon, like, when you, like, when you get the games in, what do you do with the Pokemon, (laughs) David's like, well... It's like store policy. Like we have to reformat the games. He's like, so what you're saying is like you're you're killing those Pokemon. (laughs) And David's like, well, (laughs) he's like we reformat it so they are deleted. And he's like, look, man, I'm just saying. Like, I'm serious. I'm serious. I'm serious. Here's the th- Like, people spend a lot of time, like, an effort, like, in, like, building these Pokemon up and catching them and evolving them, and they even name them, man. They name them. And David's like, <laughs> David's like, yep. And he goes, I'm serious, man. It's like, <laughs> he goes, I'm serious, man. He goes, it's like these Pokemon are alive. These Pokemon are alive, man. Now, I'm not joking with you. I'm serious. <laughs> People put time and effort and spend time with them and name them. They're living,
1: they're, drugs. living
0: <laughs> they're living. creatures. He goes, here, man. Here's, here's what I'm saying, okay? He's like, here's what I'm saying, man. Here's what I want you to do. So I go, I'm serious, man. Here's what I want you to do, okay? Like, just let us, let us borrow the games for, like, a minute. Before, like before you get rid of them. So, there's this app, man. On the, on the DS, there's, like a, there's an app. What you do is you download the Pokemon onto the 3DS, right? You download them on there. And there's a thing where you release them into the wild. And other players can find and catch them in these, like, Pokemon games. Like, if they're online. So, like, it's like you're saving their lives, man. Just, I'm, I'm serious! It's all out. <laughs> He's like, I'm not kidding, man. Like, you saved their lives. <laughs> and, and I'm just, look, I know,
2: man. I know it sounds ridiculous. Pokemon <laughs> are just scraps of code. <laughs> But I don't disagree with him when he says they're all unique, because statistically speaking, no Pokemon is like another.
0: Well, yeah, because of the IVs and the EVs and shit. Yeah, the IVs and everything. It, it, it's, my friend sat me down and started explaining to me, like, the statistics, and I was like, Jesus Christ. He's yeah, like, yeah, man. He's like, he looks at me and he's like, man, I'm working on my Pokemon. Um, I've got them up like, to this, and then I'm breeding them with these Pokemon. I'm like, what's the point of breeding your Pokemon? It's the Eugenics Simulator. Happy Hitler Game 2000. Yeah. It's. It's mate But it's this idea. But wait, what he wanted to do was take every game before we ever reformatted and release all of Release the all the Pokemon into the, the wild it. online. <laughs> so then those people's Pokemon will live forever. <laughs>
1: you don't. That's fucking stupid. So the struggle I got <laughs> super Into Pokemon
0: David just straight up Said no <laughs>
1: And Just I was no. no. Playing one of the Pokemon games And I got into Competitive battling For a while Because I did a tournament And I did pretty well And I was like I'm gonna do this EV and IV training You have to catch The same Pokemon Like 400 times Till you get one Of the right nature And then you gotta Fly to this dude And he'll tell you All the Eve, it's Eevee's? or it, he'll tell you. Yeah, yeah. Whether your Pokemon has good Eevee's, and then you have to take that, and you have to go find a Ditto, and you have to catch Ditto after Ditto after Ditto till it has perfect EVs, and then you get this certain item that you give to one of the Pokemon, which lets it pass down its IVs, and then another item lets it pass down its moves, and then you have to breed like three thousand eggs, till, and you have to hatch each one, which take like three thousand to ten thousand in-game steps. And you have to keep hatching them till you get a baby with the perfect EVs. So I had... in nature. And, and nature and all that. I had a thousand hours in, on my Pokemon X and Y just breeding. I had three different competitive battling teams. I spent so much time and then after I was done with all that stuff... You just
0: cut the edge of the desk.
1: <laughs> they came out with this item called a power save that one of my buddies bought. And literally... He plugged his X and Y into this power save, plugged it into the 3DS, hit three buttons, and every Pokemon he had was level 100, shiny, max stats, max EVs, max IVs, and I was like, do you not see my play clock? Do you not see my play clock? And he's like, yeah, I played like three hours. It's bullshit. (laughs) I was angry.
0: I uh yeah no that's one of the things I actually appreciate about the Pokemon series is this idea that like it can be as simple as you got to catch them all but if you want you really can complicate the shit out of the game and play it like you if you if you if life, get into it yeah there's
1: like 800 pokemon now so catching them all is simple
2: <laughs> I know a guy who's a Pokemon master he has caught every pokemon in every game since they since he started playing That's my
1: friend Will did that so That's a
0: true Pokemon master Not
1: because to transfer from the Game Boy Advance Pokemon games into Diamond and Pearl, which me and my friend Willie helped him do, you can only transfer six at a time. And then you have to do this awful, awful mini-game where you throw Pokeballs at him to catch him. And six at a time, <laughs> when there was like 398 Pokemon...
0: Pokemon's trolling you like awful. a bitch. Yeah, I know. Uh, forever. So... <laughs> So, I mean, it's just, like, to me, I appreciate the idea that you can make something, like, really complicated yeah. or simple. Like, it's up to you. Um, and it's it's interesting to think about the idea that, like, something so simple can also be so deep if you yeah. really look into it. It's not like, like, is just great because you get to, like, walk around and shit. And you got different characters you can make. But Skyrim is what Skyrim is. You know, um roam the
2: hills like a fucking lunatic, killing everything you come. <laughs> right.
0: I thought about that. Like someone mm-hmm. brought up a point in the game where, like, how many people have you murdered? And I was like, I've murdered. Wait. <laughs> There's a thing in the settings that tell you how many murders you've committed. Are you serious? Yes.
1: I did not know that. So, you will also it have tell you account
2: for bunnies slaughtered? Will it? T- I haven't killed a lot of bunnies. I kill every fucking rabbit I see in that game. Do you really? I want to see how high I can get that fucking number. <laughs> You I can't them with a blade, though. You can't shoot them with a bow. It's oh, cheating. fuck you have that! To slaughter them. Oh
1: man. I, so I, I sneak attack shit out of those
0: bunnies. So, so how many? Like, <laughs> how many? Um, does it tell you how many like innocents you've murdered, or how many? That, that's what makes it a murder. Okay. Um, so I wonder sometimes, cause like there was one actually, like uh i've done it twice now for both campaigns that i have open uh where i walked into that cave of like cannibals and Mm -hmm. i just murdered all the cannibals and then you know what apparently i was friends with some of those cannibals so i got their inheritance later
2: (laughs) (laughs) so i don't know if either of you have ever done this while playing skyrim uh you're you're sneaking and you got your bow out and you see the person that you've got to fucking kill and they're walking and then you, f- you, let- you let loose your fucking arrow, and it hits him right in the fucking dome, and you were hidden, so you get times three damage, and you have a fucking chaos enchantment on your bow, and you fucking kill him right out, you get a sneak attack, and it fucking zooms in on him, and you're like, oh no, that was just some guy
1: walking. <laughs> <laughs> That's my worry about the bow kills! I was the... <laughs> That was some guy. I leveled up my sneak so much, I got that skill where you could drop down right in front of somebody and for like four seconds you were invisible. So I was literally, I called it run and gun. I, my favorite thing was just to run up to people, drop down, pull up the bow really quick and just shoot them in the face for sneak attack damage. It was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. There's
0: some really good I sneak. I like,
1: there's no way this would ever work, but Skyrim.
0: <laughs> <laughs> my favorite thing is like, you, <laughs> you find one guy. So like, there'll be like a room of like five people and you get like a shot on one of them. Mm-hmm. And then the other guy gets up to look, shoot him. Next guy gets up <laughs> like, like one at a time. <laughs> It's beautiful. (laughs) It It
1: got a lot harder when I downloaded the mod to make it realistic. Like, you have to set up camps all the time, and you can get thirsty and hungry, and you can die of starvation. I
0: guess mods can make it more complicated. That's lame.
1: No, it makes it super realistic. It makes it super stressful, actually.
0: I don't play video games to be stressed, Tommy. Sounds like Don't (laughs) Starve, but with... I love Skyrim. Them. Don't Starve is one of my favorite games ever, but that's because it's made by trolls. Have you, have you, ever, have you ever? Yeah, I was going to say, that is one of my favorite games ever. Well, So the best thing, so I was watching this guy named Sips play it. Um, he's part of the cast. Uh And um, everyone kept saying, watch out for the deer clops. Watch out for the deer clops. He's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And he never saw the deer clops. And I thought people were fucking trolling him. And then I started playing and I got to winter, finally. And then you saw the deer gloves. Yeah. Well, I'm at the end of winter, and I'm just like, all the penguins are gone. I'm like, I'm taking all their eggs. So I take all their eggs, and I just hear, Urgh. and the whole camera shakes. And I was like, the fuck was that? And I keep walking around, it keeps happening. So I go, and I put the eggs back. <laughs> I thought maybe that's what did it. And it kept happening, and that deer gloves came in and just destroyed destroyed my base like he just and I'm running in a circle a small circle on the fire trying to dodge all of his hits that was oh my god this I have figured out though there are a couple of ways to either pacify or kill the deer clops this one of the campaigns I played He murdered, like, three or four pigs and was like, I'm good, and left. (laughs) Like, like he has, like, a meter or something of, like, you know, just, like, a shit he needs to destroy. And he destroys the pig houses and the pigs, and that just fills him right up. He's like, I'm good, and walks away. And then this last campaign that I played, I had a field of, like, had to be, like, 50 beefalo. And i just dodging in between the beefalo. And he starts wrecking those beefalo. And he murdered like 45 of those beefalo. <laughs> it took the last like four or five to kill him. And I was like, oh my god. That's a lot of beefalo fur. <laughs> I ran around and picked up all the meat in the fur. so warm. <laughs> <That game.
1: laughs> mods, mods make that game super fun too.
0: There are some really cool ones, like you can play as like different characters, yeah, there's I, different stuff you can do. The but... most
1: broken character you can play and don't start together. There's a mod to play as Magikarp. Except it's golden Magikarp and he's constantly shining, so you always have light and he's the fastest character in the game. Magikarp.
0: <laughs> That's great. I, I just and, and they're doing a really good job of keeping it up with it with DLC. Like yeah, yeah. they just added a Hamlet one, so like you're in like like mid. Like 1800s england um but like the people are like pig people it's it's really interesting sounds accurate yeah it's it's really interesting um they do a good job of keeping it up and and doing different stuff i just have a tough time because i'm still trying to master the original not starving yeah <laughs> it's it's crazy it's pretty simple eat it's a fun game though. It's one of my favorites. It trolls you. It, that's all it does is it trolls you. Even when you think you figured it out, it, it's like no. Definitely. And then and then I went over to Don't Starve Together and played with some friends. And I was like, you know, I'm the most experienced player, so I'm like telling everybody stuff. And I hear my brother-in-law over the mic. You know, he's like, hey, uh, I found these footprints. I'm like, yeah. If you follow them, you'll find like this Snuffleupagus-looking thing. You you got trap in a corner. If you kill it, you can make like earmuffs and shit that last forever will keep you super warm He's like awesome so he starts following him and don't serve together if you follow the footprints you find a giant wolf <laughs> that is followed by three fire wolves. so i hear him screaming <laughs> and i'm like don't worry it's it's not gonna hurt you he's like nope nope and what does he do and we keep in mind we were like way far into the game at this point and he brings the wolf back to base and it murders two of us. We finally get killed. And then it destroys our base. And the firewolves destroy our base and then kills the last of us. And my... I'm like, this is a blast. My buddy Jake and Barry's is like... like so upset because he spent all that time... working on the base. And I'm like, look... The magical thing about this game is the idea that when it finally comes time, like, you don't go lightly into the dark. You go hard. Like, it is epic. Reach. Every Reach. time. It's the dying of the light. It is the funniest thing. And it is always a story. There's always a story. Yeah,
1: like, I thoroughly enjoyed the game by myself. But when I played with, like, six other friends, like, it was a blast.
0: Yeah, it's a really good time. And some people are smarter than others, so it helps out, but... That's that's my jam. That game is my jam. I've been wanting to play Oxygen Not Included. What are you what are you? Yeah. Oh, it looked like you were staring off laughing at something on my shelf.
2: No, I was just I was I was zoning out, sorry about Oh, you.
0: okay, that's alright. You oxygen. guys are tired. I get it. I've probably slept the most here. What did you sleep? Like six hours. Yeah, so like three and a half. Yeah. I was I was up till about two thirty watching Preacher and Tell I was me, like, I gotta like... go to bed. You were just asleep, I'm at zero and right then you now. got here. <laughs> yeah, we're at zero.
1: I fell asleep for like an hour, and then I woke up, and it was such a deep hour of sleep, I freaked the fuck out, and I was like, I'm late again, oh my god. I
2: so just sprinted out the door.
1: And so I threw on sweatpants, even though it's like a billion degrees out, and then I was like, out the door. <laughs> I was trying to put on shoes as I go out the door, and then I ran back in for the blue controller. Yeah. I ran back out the door, and then... I was running here, and I looked at my phone, and I was like, oh, I still got 20 minutes. Why am I running?
0: <laughs> yeah, did you did you bring that Nintendo cable you were talking about?
1: <laughs> oh, I forgot the box. It's okay.
0: On, don't freak out. Don't worry. I'm, I was just asking, because I was like, hmm. I, I
1: was tired, and I, I remembered one of the things.
0: Actually. I get you. I actually well, will the controller, I can give my dad, so. what
1: yeah, I actually will complete.
0: late. Yeah, because I, I was like, is
2: he... I woke up late, and then I got stuck by a fucking slow-moving vehicle on my way here. That is the worst. I was going fucking 32 miles an hour on the fucking highway.
0: Yeah. Oh, okay, so... Especially
1: when those slow-moving vehicles are, like, all over the road. So if you go to try and pass them, they swerve that way, and you're you're like, come on.
0: I had a a bit of a... so, So, from the last time you guys saw me... So, Thursday, I had to drive up in the middle of those massive tornadoes into Des Moines to go get my tux. I ended up in Ankeny. He's alive. Yeah. I ended up in Ankeny and I just hear. Eeeee. It's a sunny day. I'll look at the barista at Starbucks because I decided, hey, there's a Starbucks drive through. I've never experienced that before in my life. So, it's infuriating. It was nice. It was But I looked at her and I go, Is that a is that a tornado siren? She's like, Yeah, hopefully you don't get hit waiting for your triple mocha for a Pacino. <laughs>
1: Thanks, bitch! Best ever. I mean, she works at Starbucks. She's probably ready for the end. Like, come on. She, she makes nine twenty-five an hour.
2: Tops. She doesn't have time to give a fuck whether or not you get flung 56 miles by the fucking force of nature <laughs> while you're fun. reaching for your goddamn mocha choka bullshit.
1: Alright? People freak out too much. I was Choke at come coming go buying a fountain pot in Grinnell. And it had lightly sprinkled that day and done nothing else. And they were freaking out. The two girls, and they were like, what do we do? Bad storms. I was like, it's sprinkling
0: out. I was was looking around, and I'm like, you know what? Like, this isn't bad. Like, but it was weird. Like, on the way up, like, there's 20 hours touching down everywhere. And everywhere I was going was pure sunshine with wet ground.
1: Yeah, my mom. Like,
0: it was freaky. Lives in
1: Marshalltown. Oh, no. So,
0: lived? Is she okay?
1: No, she's fine. Okay. She had, I was like, oh my God. No, had, had my sister, and my brother messaged her over, and over, and over, and I tried to get a hold of her. And she didn't answer anybody. And so everyone was like, oh my God, like, is she okay? And then literally like later that night, she messages my sister like six, seven hours later after they were trying to get a hold of her. And she's like, oh, I'm fine. I wasn't even in town.
0: Yeah, <laughs> my like, buddy yeah. Ryan was actually working there and he had to go to the basement. His his business like the place that he worked the bike shop is gone like he he's like yeah well i'm without a job so he hopped uh, hopped on ragbri and he's i mean he's planning on doing it for three days anyways but now he's riding the whole ragbri turning wrenches because i guess like this is a thing i wish i would have learned when i was younger is like how to fix bikes because if you ride along on Ragbri, you make a shitload of money fixing bikes um and that's what he's doing right now because he has no job because he got hit by a tornado. <laughs> so, uh
2: fun fact about the way my family views horrible storms and what to do. I grew up in a trailer. And uh there are no stable walls in a in a home that's on wheels. Yeah, no. So, um whenever there was a bad storm or like a tornado advisory, you know how it gets pale yellow outside and the air gets real heavy and yep. the wind starts going. Well, me and my ma and my brother and sister, we would go out on the front lawn and put out our lawn chairs and,
0: and watch the storm roll in. That's, so my wife drove like 40 across town to get to my parents where there's a basement. Mm-hmm. And she's sitting on the couch closest to the door to the basement to go down there if something happens. And my mom and my dad and I are all on the porch looking out. And my mom just looks at me and says, that's the color of the sky. That one time we got hit by a tornado. And I just go, huh. (laughs) (laughs) And my wife's calling her mom (laughs) like it's her last day. (laughs) And we're all just... Like, it's just something in your eye owned blood to just fucking go outside and look. You just don't fucking care.
2: So, like, you
0: know how many people got really good coverage of those tornadoes? My a lot. My mom shared <laughs> <people. We're> outside <laughs> with a cell phone. <laughs> Coming straight out of going. My mom. <laughs> this is My going to Twitter. From the
1: interstate. And somebody had taken it out of their car. And I swear to God. Their car would have been like here, and the tornado was like at those little pine trees out there, and it was just crystal clear. Like, uh huh. My mom's like, Look at how
0: big this tornado is. Somebody shared this picture. I was like, What the fuck was over on? I would have turned the other <laughs> way. <We're not> <laughs> the other and way it, in. An Iowan. <laughs> it was true blue Iowan blood right there. It's to go outside.
1: Tornado.
0: I, so I, yeah. when I went to school, or I went to school in Wisconsin too, like about a year after I left got nailed by a tornado. like, um, I'm not kidding. it got ripped up all the way through town. and uh, <laughs> so I have some friends who their ritual was to uh, definitely to get high and dance in the rain and they happen to have been out that night getting high and dance. dancing in the rain and they still talk about that fateful night they got picked up and chucked against a fucking tree <laughs> <laughs> they, they're okay they were all okay but her, one lady too who was like she owned the flower shop or the bridal boutique I don't know she owned one of them um, she was at home her husband was out storm chasing of course it was and she was she's on a two story and so she was on the second story and somehow the bottom story got ripped out from underneath her and she fell into the middle and like she fucked up her back bad like I mean she had to like get like rods put in there and shit so I mean it was bad for her nobody died fortunately but she got messed up and like the last story that I have from that is my buddy's friend um, she was out driving, and she her car got picked up. She ducked under the, the steering wheel. Her car got picked up and chucked into Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> so she comes up, and there's all the people in Dunkin' Donuts just looking at her like. And then, um, her her she lived in the top dorm of the brand new dorms, which was like a skyscraper. It's not like that. It's like probably seven stories tall but that tornado ripped the roof roof off and no one knew she was gone. So they hear the the you know the roof get ripped off. They go up into her place and she she's nowhere to be found and the roof is gone. So they're like, she just got taken. Like, <laughs> luckily she she, she survived, but was chucked into a Dunkin' Donuts. So it was it was an interesting story. But like everyone had that horrible story about the tornadoes coming and how they're all hiding and shit. And here's my family outside. We just. I don't know, man. We just don't care. Like, but that was a crazy weekend. And then this weekend we went to Indiana for my friend's wedding. Um, We're all nerds. So we drive up and it was like road construction mm-hmm. all the way through. We went to Bloomington, Indiana. Um, But we're all nerds and stuff. When we got back together, it was actually kind of nice because it was like we'd never been apart. Like, we just started hanging out and shit. We went to the Barcade down there. That had, it was called The Cade in Bloomington, Indiana, uh, better than up down because all the machines are free. So you don't have to put any tokens in because I was like, where do I put the tokens? And i could like, just hit the start button. I was like, Oh cool. But then it created another issue. I had to find the start button on all the games <laughs> cause they hide them. So, um, you know, you get all the free games. They had alcoholic slushies. Oh. It was sort of the bachelor party for that night. Uh, let's just say I got white girl wasted that whole time. I was I was I having a good time. Wine yeah. Well, anyway, I was did on you my puke from the sugar or wine cooler before you puke from the alcohol. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. So I had like so I had an alcoholic oh, slushy. We did fireball shots. Uh, I do vodka, cherry, lemonades. That sounds delicious. Uh, then I had what I call a stubby island, because that was not a fucking Long Island that man handed me. I almost was, bitch slapped him. A stubby island? <laughs> it was really frustrating. And then we, I did a shot of tequila. Yeah. Apparently, I'm the only one that can handle a shot of tequila. Like, I, I took it, and I was like, ah! But, you know, other than that, I was like, Okay. Everyone else had to stop for a second because they were this close from throwing up, like they were like, Ugh! and then they were all really fucking hungover the next day. And I wake up fresh as a daisy. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs>
3: the, the <laughs> yeah. Had one. Yeah.
0: Not to mention at the at the rehearsal dinner, I, I had the another vodka cherry lemonade. I had something that I cannot for the life of me remember, and then I had a uh, a Bloody Mary. So. We learned something uh, about Jared. He can function while ridiculously <laughs> fucked up with little to no side effects. I, we all knew I was White Girl Wasted. We all knew that. Like, like I kept telling people when we were playing Mario Kart and we were playing Super Smash Bros. I'm like, I hope you don't lose because you do not want to lose to a guy who's this fucking drunk. <laughs> if you lose, it's because you suck. Yeah. So, and guess who got fourth in everything? You. This guy! <laughs> you did not lose um so so they um that's what i shoot for in life i don't have to be first i just don't want to be last so right (laughs) well fourth and out of four people i lost everyone (laughs) but what was nice too is like so at the the up down you also have a projection screen that you can play the n64 for free Mm -hmm. Uh, and it's just one um at the cade they have three TVs with tables, like booth tables or four each, each one with an N64, and then they have a copy for each table of both Super Smash Bros. and uh Mario Kart. Did the Cade have pinball? I'm too drunk to remember. I think so. <laughs> I was too drunk to remember. Bad. I'm pretty sure. I will say Updown has a better pinball selection. Have you been to Up Down? No, not yet. I have their been, their uh, pinball selection is superb. They have a Guardians of the Galaxy. They have a Ninja like 1990s Ninja Turtles. Oh, they have like Simpsons. They have Star Trek. Did they have the Doctor Who one? Uh, I don't know, but I know my brother-in-law Vince used to have that yeah. one, and that was rad as shit. Yeah. Like a dialect popped out, and was like exterminate, <laughs> like when you hit the right thing. I uh, I lost my goddamn mind.
1: Speaking of Doctor Who, I recently got excited. I forgot. Because
0: I have Amazon Prime, I have Amazon Prime Video. Yeah, mm-hmm. you have all
1: so of Doctor Who. You have all of it. They have all of Doctor Who, and they had all of Chuck on there. So I've been introducing my friend yeah. because he's never seen it. Did
0: you? Have you? Um, have you done Twitch Prime?
1: Uh, yeah, I have. Twitch
0: I was Prime. gonna say you get free games. Yeah. Um, they stopped though. They said they were gonna do one for every day of the month, or every day for this month. They were gonna do a new game, and they didn't. They've stopped about halfway through, which kind of sucks, but I still got Brutal Legend of, and Tacoma, so I'm happy.
1: The A week before the 4th of July, I went to B3, right? My dog chewed up my laptop charger. It's an expensive fix. They said it's a special one. It's going to cost you 85 bucks because I have a gaming laptop. It takes a specific charger. He literally told That's me... That's because he
0: went to B3. I keep going. <laughs> he told
1: me it'd to be in a couple days, and I have waited for weeks, and I got so pissed off. I was like, I'm getting paid on Friday. I'm just gonna go to Des Moines and buy one. I finally get a call today, like al- almost a month later, and the old lady from B3 is like, "We got your charger in." I was like, hmm, "That's a long, long ass couple days."
0: Yeah, I know. I wouldn't order. I would figure out whatever the model number is and then yeah, look just, it up. The
1: only reason I ordered from them is because I looked it up online, and everywhere online it was around eighty-five or more plus the shipping. Oh, and literally, he was like eighty-five bucks. And I was
0: like, oh, I man. guess, yeah. We, yeah. But you you, you got to get on Twitch Prime if you're not on Twitch Prime because yeah. a lot of free games, not like AAA games, no, I got but the, good ones. I got
1: the Banner Saga for free I was trying to play. Yeah. It's not my jam, but it's not a bad game. I haven't
0: touched it. I have it, but I yeah, haven't touched it. Looks it
1: cool. I love the art style. It's just not my style
0: of game. Uh, they're doing SteamWorld Dig 1 Ooh, next Steam month, World and I have so SteamWorld Dig 2 from, like, a couple months back, which is ironic that they did SteamWorld Dig 2, and then they're doing Steam World Dig 1, but whatever. Right. Um, but I do want to play SteamWorld Dig, because um, I've heard it's great. The right. only thing that I regret is that it's not on the Switch, yeah. uh, because there's some games that are just better <laughs> on the Switch. Yeah, it did.
1: Which... I might actually play, because they added in an easy mode, and I'm terrible with those old-fashioned platformers. They're hard as shit for me. Right. And if there's an easy mode now, and I can just play through for the story, you tell okay. me.
3: there's a really simple solution.
1: Get good.
0: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Get good. Get
2: good. my man.
0: I gotta see what Chris has been saying. Oh I shit,
2: we it.
1: forgot. Oh. Chris, I'm sorry. Chris, we're so sorry,
0: buddy. Chris is here. Oh, God. Jay wants to get Charlie Sheen wasted. No, I don't. Really, I don't. No one needs to be that wasted. Hashtag winning. Uh, Jay, before you in the live stream, I forgot to say last week that it was my grandma you talked to, not my mom. She was at work at the time. Oh. Say hi to your grandma for me. (laughs) Uh, Then the tornado who's blowing western say fuck it let's go outside and watch it like a police chase going by your house you know it was another really fun thing is i was watching a guy get like pulled over by the police right in front of the movie theater and just to be a fucking troll dick i went and grabbed a bag of popcorn and just ate it while i watched (laughs) 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 like slowly i was like
2: (laughs) Did, did he did he look over did any of them see you? I don't know. You should have, like hey, I'm going on break, go outside with your popcorn, just stand on the on the curb. Just
0: <laughs> I wanted to be a little careful because I didn't want the police being like, "Hey, back up." So I was like, "I'm just gonna stand in the window, just stare at them as I, <laughs> I just eat popcorn." Yeah, they, can't, they can't tell you to leave. It's amazing That's how like,
1: how weird people get when someone's pulled over walking to work last night and this car got pulled over on the side of the road and there was two cop cars with their lights flashing and then one of them without its lights flashing and then an ambulance showed up with lights flashing and i mean of course i was like whatever they pulled him over as soon as the ambulance showed up i was doing like every other person like what what happened
2: my midwesterners are nosy dude
1: people (laughs) were driving by people are so nosy like you gotta slow down for cops but instead of going like they would go into the other lane and instead of continuing their speed, they would slow way down. you just see people like in the passenger seat poking out the window. People driving real slow as soon as they to the cops just to look at them. I'm like,
0: Jesus, people. My wife is that beautiful soul that laughs hysterically when she sees someone get pulled over. <laughs> she's like, always, she always looks like goes, shouldn't fucking speed. And I'm like, you don't know their story. I was like, that could ruin their lives. That $75 could be what feeds their baby. And she's like, shouldn't fucking speed. Keeps going. I'm just like, oh my God, I married a monster. <laughs> She's a. She just laughs hysterically at anyone who gets pulled over. She thinks it's awesome. I'm like, I I feel bad for people because I'm like, you know, like I can't afford a seventy five dollar ticket. I mean, I could, but it'd be really fucking I just inconvenient. Feel bad for
1: people because they'll pull you over for anything now. Mm-hmm. One headlight looks slightly dimmer than your other
2: one. Idea. Traffic and um, like those kind of violations should be on a sliding scale not set numbers based on income so if a rich asshole is speeding through a fucking school zone slap him with a $2,500 ticket right that'll fucking hurt him <laughs> make it as inconvenient for him as a 75 would be for someone in the fucking blue collar
0: workforce this is America we don't charge rich people for being rich but
1: then all those right wing <laughs> people lose their minds yep oh god is first
0: god forbid we push equity we, instead of equality we should Fires. be a little we should be a little careful we're getting into the politics side not the nerdy side the politics are nerdy yeah we should have a nerdy politics section or something but we gotta Maybe be careful we can start that podcast on saturdays Wee. oh man <laughs> so so yeah i was gonna ask you though did you see the new doctor who trailer i
1: did
0: looked pretty cool i am
1: super excited I've been excited from the beginning. It's something new. Doctor Who has been kinda of stagnant lately. It's something new. People were raging when they heard it was a female doctor.
2: Who and fucking cares?
1: Literally looking up the lore.
0: It's a lot of people who female care. Doctors Doesn't have been matter lore
1: forever. And what, oh, yeah. one of the things about female doctors is when they were generated, they were able to choose what they regenerated into. Like they could choose their look. Like female doctors have been a thing in Doctor Who canon.
0: Yeah, I like. I honestly, are you talking about female Time Lords or? Yeah, female time okay, l- I was like... like. The
2: Mistress even implies that the Doctor started as a little girl.
1: Yeah, like. It's just. People are afraid that because it's a female doctor, they're gonna do all that social justice warrior crap. And I was like, just stop.
2: Unpopular opinion: I want the female doctor to have a male love interest. Yes, please. Anyone. Really. Yes. Yep. That's what Nate wants. I'm down. But fuck what everyone thinks you're gonna do, Like, because everyone thinks, oh, female doctor, they're gonna they're gonna give her a a, a female love interest, making a male. don't well, well, don't well, throw
1: people for a loop, dude. Moffat's out, so the, the,
2: Moffity, moff, moff,
1: moff. the predictability. I don't, I don't. Wind. Um. It might go down. They might just throw throw crap at us. Like, I watched the trailer. There's like four, three, it, three other people that can travel with them. we fucking
0: there? kill Clara now? Please. I don't actually dig um i don't really dig the doc. like it still feels really creepy to me the doctor dating anyone you'll <laughs> see, see me outside of a uh, river song like i thought river was a good choice but like the whole um dr rose thing was a little to be fair, he hadn't met River yet. To me, it was a little forced. It was really forced. I don't, I don't like that. And then you have the fucking Mickey Licky Ricky bitchy thing <laughs> in the corner, pissing and moaning I about it fair. the whole time. I, it was excruciating. Really it really liked, was um, this excruciating concept.
2: I love the dynamic that that Eleven had with um, Amy and Rory because yeah, Amy loved him, and he he just loved her as a
0: friend. Right. <laughs> I I dug it um i just don't i think it's like i think it's weird to force this idea of this ancient alien and then some weird naive human wanting yeah. to like have Fucking a relationship? Idiot. It just doesn't. The best it doesn't play. The it doesn't play for me. It Rory doesn't the play.
2: Smartest companion he has ever had.
0: I feel it's gross. I do, however, think it might feel a little more natural having a he hot doctor.
1: shame as a man, he literally came. Back, <laughs> he came back as a centurion and waited like a thousand plus years for his woman. I would, I would not wait that long.
0: Like, right? like to me though, it's just one of those things. Like, I felt like it's just so forced, but I think maybe it'll work better this time having a hot female doctor. Like,
2: right. <laughs> um, most of the doctors have bit of questionable, um, physical attractiveness.
0: Yeah, yeah. They're all kind of skinny and lanky and weird. Matt Smith was all right.
1: Dude, Matt Smith bulked out for that Terminator movie. He was in, like, <laughs> he was in a Terminator movie. <laughs> in, he's,
0: was it Genesis? Yeah, he's it was a, Genesis. He's a Terminator
2: Genesis. He's one of the bad guys. I didn't bother to watch Terminator so, Genesis.
0: So here's the deal. Okay. Okay. okay.
1: People hate on Terminator Genesis. I dug it. I dug it. I <laughs> thought it was fine. When you see him in the beginning, I was picturing Matt Smith from Doctor Who. He's skinny, lanky. Yeah, he's like buff. Who. He's ripped in this. Like he's shredded. He got shredded, and it's really fucking weird to see him like that.
0: Christopher, does your wife like to watch the TV show? cop for the police chase or the dog the bounty hunters my wife's terrified of cops one time we got pulled over because she had a a light out and it was it was daytime so we didn't get a ticket or anything but we had a headlight out he pulled us over totally related with my wife because they both are from the same area Mm. like even i think he might have even known her mom had the friendliest conversation he leaves she starts bawling because she's terrified of the police and then had a horrible nightmare that night that he shot her in the forehead. I don't like police either. And she has nightmares from when she was a kid from watching cops. Mm. Like she, she, like cops terrified the shit out of her, that okay, show. I watched that show all the time when I was a kid. I
2: was like, "Yeah, another tackle! Right? Hey, hey guys, did I tell you my bullshit story on the podcast Has that? Has that happened yet? Which bullshit story? The, the one I don't that, think so. The one that involves cops. Let's talk about the cops for a minute. Right, you guys want to talk about cops? Yeah. Alright, uh, story time. Let's be cops. This story co- is called Drizzt is ordered to have a mandatory psychological evaluation by the Grinnell, Iowa Police Department for no particular reason whatsoever. Here we go.
0: <laughs> I feel like you told half the story right there. Or at least the punchline. Um, no, it... The punchline is far better than that. Okay, keep going. All right, so um,
2: I went on vacation. <clears throat> I went on vacation in, in February, mid-February, and I got home around uh, maybe the 25th, 30th, you know. Not too, not too late in the month, but yeah. Okay. I got back, and uh, I was sick. So what, what do people do when they're sick, Tommy? Yeah. No, something else. You go out for this.
0: Take NyQuil? No.
2: Yeah, there you go, Tommy. Tommy got it. I went to the doctor. Eat an apple. (laughs) Sorry. So, I went to the doctor, and um, at the Grinnell Regional Medical Center, they make you fill out this thing, it's like, how you feeling? In your brain. And, um... (laughs) So, it's like, how you feeling? Do you think anything you do matters? Are you depressed? do you want to kill yourself. So, I score pretty high on these things. But I have coping mechanisms that help me feel like I'm not such a sad boy. You know, but I am honest with my doctors. I stopped lying to them years ago. So, what you're supposed to do. Exactly. So, I fill that out, whatever. Nurse takes it away. My doctor comes in. She's like, "You scored pretty high on that." I'm like, "Yeah, it happens." And she's like, "Alright, let's let's see what's going on." And
3: um she's like, "Hey, you got an ear infection. I'll give you
2: some antibiotics for that. Thank you. I get up to leave and grab the script. She goes, how you doing? And she's, I mean, you know, she's my, she's my primary care physician. She's my family doctor. I'm like, all right, whatever. So I sit down and tell her I'm doing all right, I suppose. She's like, yeah, how's, house work? I just, all right. I'm like, is there any, is there anyone there that you,
3: uh, that you don't get along with?
2: And I'm like, who the fuck? works with people they love all the time can anyone have you ever had a job where you loved everyone you worked with
1: no either of you there's always a couple people where you're just like
2: i fucking hate them (laughs) so so, um yeah exactly so i'm like well there there are always people you don't like she's like is there anyone in particular and um i looked at her and mind you i'm going to use some very very coarse language here shocker coming from me right so uh, I looked at my doctor I said to her I said "Uh, yeah there's this one manager she's an insufferable fucking cunt that makes me want to (laughs) sanguinate toddlers oh shit that's probably
0: where you went wrong
2: that's where I went wrong that's the downhill part of the slide we'll get back to that um and she just kind of blinks at me then she hands me my script and I leave it's pretty great so um fly for about a half hour I'm at, uh, I'm at, I'm at hy getting supplies to make homemade chicken noodle soup with my girlfriend, because I'm sick. And I get a text from my roommate, and he says, Hey man, there are two uniformed police officers at our house asking where you are and if you have a car. I'm like, Well what'd you tell him? He's like, I told him you're not here and your car's parked out back. <laughs> you're fucking right you did. <laughs> so, uh, we finished buying our shit. Um, and we swing by my house to grab my buddy Carter because he'd been in Texas for the last year and a half and I hadn't seen him. And I guess he wanted to come with me to the police department. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. So we get there and I'm like, hey, uh, hi, my name's, my name's, uh, Joseph Davidson. I'm, I'm here because I heard you guys were, like, at my house. She's like, yeah, So Over there. I'm like, alright, cool. And then, um, I want to name drop this cop, but I'm not going to. Anyway, um, the cop pokes his head out the door, and goes, hey, interview room one. I'm like, okay, can do. So we get to the interview. There we go. And he sits me down and he goes,
3: Mr. Davidson, are you a violent person? No, sir, I'm a pacifist. Mr. Davidson, have you made any threats recently? Uh no. I don't know if you know this, but uh threats
2: mean nothing from a pacifist.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so we go back and forth like that for about <laughs> ten minutes. And he leaves the room. He's frustrated clearly. And he comes back after about forty five to forty forty five to eighty five seconds. And then uh I counted. He walked in. One
0: Mississippi, two Mississippi. He, said, two
2: Mississippi. He, he walks back in and he goes, We have it on good authority that you made a very serious threat recently.
3: So I said, Uh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what did I say, sir? Don't pretend like you don't know what you said. <laughs>
2: So, um, that's about the time my patience meter hit fucking zero, and I, I, I slammed my hand on the table, and I'm like, look, dude, quit giving me the fucking runaround and tell me why I'm here.
3: We have it on uh, good authority
2: that you made a very serious threat. Yes, I heard that. Tell me what was said, or what I allegedly said. Sir. Uh. You don't remember saying you wanted to uh hurt children? Oh you motherfucker. I was fuck I was pissed. I was livid. And uh then I had to look at this motherfucker. Here's a direct quote. I looked at a cop and I said this. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. Um I was using hyperbolous language and ghoulish overkill to illustrate my disdain for a certain human being. <laughs> Here's what he did. <laughs> Fucking blinked at me. <laughs> That's it. That's probably because he used big words on it. Motherfucker just <laughs> fucking blinked at me. So I had to look at him and go, It was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Dig it, it gets better. It
0: was a joke.
2: He looks at me and he goes, uh, Do you really think in the climate of our nation? You should be telling jokes like that. No, mind you, this was about three days after the Florida shooting. Okay, okay. So so I look at him and I say, I say, um, Oh, I'm sorry, sir. Are you the thought police?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Is this 1984? You are you are, <laughs> Wait, you are, a person who got a look at a police officer <laughs> in the eye and asked them if they were the thought police. I fucking tipped my hat to you, sir. That is a privilege to live that moment.
2: I I I was. I got way more catty with it, too. I looked at her and said, I'm sorry, sir, are you the thought police? Am, am I committing a thought crime? <laughs> Against imaginary children? <laughs> Is this 1984, sir? Have I had too much to think? <laughs> Here's what he did.
3: Here's what he did. <laughs>
2: Just go to the hospital and get a psychological evaluation. Um no (laughs) that's fucking stupid just 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 go if they clear you all of this goes away
0: all of this goes away
2: I haven't done anything therefore there is nothing to clear you you have you have a, a flimsy half threat that I made in the competence of a fucking doctor just uh
3: Just go to the hospital and get a a mandatory
2: psychological. Fuck it, why not? And then I I threw my hands in the air and said, "I'm not resisting." (laughs) (laughs) You know, to be an ass. Oh my god! I get there. there, There's more. There's more. Wait, there's more. But wait, let's get stupider. (laughs) I get to the hospital, right? And, uh, they get me checked in. The nurses, they come in, they're doing my vitals and everything. So, like, uh, I know, I know both of them, actually. One of them just from, you know, being in the hospital. A bunch. And, um, the other one, because I used to work for her at the dairy barn. And they both look, they're like, Trist, what, what are you doing here? What's going on? Why are you here? Well, in my world, nothing is going on today, and I'm here for no reason. But apparently, I'm a dangerous society, according to the Grinnell Police Department. <laughs> oh. Why? So then I tell them the story I just told you two up until that point. And they look at me and they go, That's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it? Yeah. And yet, here I am. <laughs> and here I sit in somewhat tentative holding. By the police department in the fucking hospital awaiting a
3: psychological evaluation. So, um.
2: Jeanette leaves, which is the one I used to work for. And then Gail, she's, she's tacking away on her keyboard, you know, getting the story straight, all that jazz. And she looks at me and goes,
3: Are you educated? I was like, I
2: guess. <laughs> she's like, Well, you just use. You just use really big words and you use them very well. I'm like, okay, thanks. Thank you. I, I have I have some some higher education, but for the most part, I'm I'm what's called an autodidact, someone who educates themselves. I have a thirst for knowledge, that only book, that only books can quench, Tommy. I know you feel me, man.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Anyway, so she's <clears> like, <throat> oh, okay, and then she's. You know, tacking away and she's like, Alright, the doctor will be in soon. Thank you very much, Gail. And then the doctor comes in. And this man I have known him since I've existed. Quite literally, he delivered me. Oh, cool. When when I was born. Okay. He goes, Tris, why are you here? Like, oh boy, do I have a story for you, dog.
0: I couldn't keep my goddamn mouth shut. <laughs> he
2: I, I tell him the story. I just told you to. Up until the point where he walks <laughs> in the room. And he says, Wow. That's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> he said,
3: Isn't it? Isn't it?
2: <laughs> so he asks me the old bullshit psychological questions. Are you going to hurt yourself? No. Are you gonna hurt in new No. Do you have a plan?
3: No. You to go gun? eat
2: Cheetos. <laughs> Do you own a gun? No. I have to explain to him that I'm a pacifist and I have no need for guns. <laughs> okay, he's like, alright, uh, I'm gonna go get some water and I'll be right back. And that's around the time my mother walked into the emergency room. <laughs> <laughs> and Tommy, are you aware of of my mother's wrath? You, you were you were in high school at some point when my mother was in there screaming, yes?
1: Yeah,
2: or just in general, you know my mother?
1: Yeah, my aunt
2: was too Okay, so yeah. 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 Jared, you went to college with her, so mm-hmm, yeah. yeah, yeah. I get you. I feel you. Don't get me wrong. My mother is a wonderful person. I love her so very much. Will I fuck... think every mother has a wrath. I will fight anyone with my fists for her, but dear God, do not fuck with her children. Mm-hmm. Uh. So my doctor, he goes to the water fountain, and the water fountain just so happens to be right next to the reception desk in the area, and <laughs> my mom walks in and just goes, Francis. And he fucking jumps, just about <laughs> drops his fucking water bottle. A sitcom moment. And go, he looks and he sees his up and goes, oh, fuck. <laughs> and he runs back to the room I'm in he goes, hey, man. <laughs> he doesn't call me, Nick. Hey, he, doesn't call me he doesn't call me Mr. Davidson he goes hey man <laughs>
3: <laughs> hey man I gotta get out right of here
2: <laughs> hey man is it okay if I bring your mom and your girlfriend back to you know, corroborate some of what you're saying I'm like that is absolutely fine and then I, I uh, just to be a di- just to be a dick I threw my hands up and I was like I'm not resisting again <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he brings he brings them back and he asks them all the same questions as me and uh, they're like, yeah, no, he he doesn't hurt people, he doesn't hurt himself. Why would he own a gun? <laughs> and they're like, uh, how's he been mentally? And my mom looks at him and goes, "My son has been doing better in the last seven months than he has been doing in the last eight years of his life. If you try to detain him,
0: you will be sorry." <laughs> <laughs> Is this story like a long-running gag of how your mom ended up in a psych institute (laughs) for like a week? No.
2: (laughs) So he's like, all right, we're just going to get the social worker in here. By the way, this is our sixth wellness check today, accompanied by a psychological evaluation. I don't know if you guys know anything about wellness checks, but But that is astronomical. Astronomical. Mm-hmm. For one day. That's a lot, yeah. That is too goddamn... He was tired. He was <laughs> visibly tired. He wanted nothing more than to go to bed.
0: Do <laughs> you think of it like it was the same officer? No, just... so, I'll get to that.
2: Okay. So the social worker comes in. She asks me, Why are you here? So I have to tell her the same story. I just told both of you.
0: Up I until the moment she walked in the room. And the cop, and the nurses, and the doctor. <laughs> Thank you! <laughs> yes!
2: So she goes, Wow. That's ridiculous. That's <laughs> I said, isn't it though? <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> she asked me all the same questions the doctor did. No, I'm not going to hurt anyone. No, I don't, I don't hurt myself. I don't have a gun. I, I don't have a plan to use a gun. And she looks at me and goes, do you have a support system? I was like, oh, fuck, do I? (laughs) Mom! (laughs) I rattled off about 15 names of friends and family I could call if I were in trouble. And then I was like, then I got my girlfriend and I got my mother. My My
3: hero. My Um, hero. And she looks at me and goes, that's very intricate and well thought out.
2: And I shit you not, I looked at her and went, "This isn't my first rodeo, man."
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know Instead of not resisting,
2: <laughs> so she's like, "All right, I think I've heard enough. You're you're, you're free to go." I was like, "Thank you." And that was four and a half hours of my life. I'm never gonna get back. But here's the fucking kicker: a police officer did not call a wellness check on me.
3: Was your doctor? It was profiling.
2: Oh, it was profiling. was my doctor. She profiled me. She saw that I did poorly on the mental evaluation at the beginning of my appointment, and then I said something she perceived as unsavory, and then she called the fucking cops on
0: me. So, like, you've never gone back to her, right? No. I was going to say, fuck that lady. (laughs) Like... That's, that's unfortunate fuck her with a cactus you said you're gonna get back to the um oh no I think that was you getting back to the place I was, was thinking the police officer was sending was people back to the police officer the, the particular police officer that,
2: that interviewed me that day was not only dense he was also a fucking asshole <laughs> and uh, by some miracle you see this officer who will remain nameless I don't like you and I truly hope you either lose your job or your
0: life just falls into complete disarray. Oh, lose your job is probably the fairest. That might put his life into disarray. Because exactly. what do you do after that? Find a new job. I'm just saying, like, there's a lot of police officers, like, you know, like, um, on there's one police officer who broke his finger, can't work anymore because he can't pull a trigger. So it's like. <laughs>
1: what an injury
0: to fuck up your whole career (laughs) so that's your whole career that's your pension that's everything gone because you broke your finger and so I'm like I'm like what the fuck does he do now like what do you do when you're you're forced out these police officers you know and we always talk about like the you know there's a lot of discussion in America about and we're going to tread slightly political but just with a point To the fact that there's a lot of police officers out there that, like, you know, they do something horrible. You know, maybe someone ends up dead. Um, Maybe they end up injuring someone or they just get, like, way too overly aggressive. And we we call for them to be fired, which I understand. I think there has to be a conversation about it. But what the fuck do they do after that? They become a police officer after that? Do they bag groceries? Do they They, learn
2: tech? They become a member of the fucking 2.5. You know what the two point five is, Jared? Is the people the broke ass bitches no, or the two point five are mall cops and college
0: security because they're oh, not okay. good enough to
2: be the five they, fucking O?
1: They Paul bought that shit.
0: So that's that's what I've always wondered: is, is like what happens? Like what is the plan after that? Like nobody talks about it. If 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 okay, um, I might be a little. um I'm not like I'm not drawing a line at for or against I I police might, officers. I'm, I'm just saying
2: I might be a little um, biased or just um angry person in general but if you kill someone without proper intent or if you beat someone with no reasoning or if you just bodily remove like for instance two black gentlemen standing in a starbucks for no particular reason other than the barista called you and was scared because they were black people in your starbucks yeah you should be fucking fired.
0: That well, is unfucking acceptable. So it's my, but I just ask, like, not as a defense or anything, but I, I ask attack. as a curiosity. As a curiosity, why or just what happens? What happens? Life
2: happens, Jared. Like, where do they go? Who fucking what, cares? What are their options? Their I just options think it's an are, important
0: question. The options, their options are whatever they can get. Yeah. The Could, they, as, can they get a job in a different police force? I don't know. Can, I they get a, not. can they get a job on the two point five? Can yeah, they get I a mean, job? Um, the two point five—they don't carry guns. Do they have to bag groceries? Do they have to? Um, you know, like what do they do? It's just a curiosity of mine. I was thinking do, about do, that the do you other want, day. Like
2: a fucking motley crew behind the music, as kind of. Situation I don't want to feel sorry.
0: Ex-comps. I don't want to feel sorry for them. I just want to know what they're what 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 happens to them after that. You know, it's like um, to quote Rick Sanchez: <laughs> "Don't think about it because it doesn't matter." But I want to think about it. I think it does matter in a way. It's a life. I mean, we all have lives. You know, what the fuck happens? Like, when I got fired, my boss didn't give a fuck what I went to go do. He tried to pretend. He wanted to know what I was going to do. I was like, fuck you. (laughs) Fucked out. But, like, it's just this idea of, like, you, you know, it's a life. And it's a, it's a, everyone's got their place. You know, or we want everyone to have a place, even though not everyone has a place. Like this whole conversation about homeless vets and stuff, everyone seems to think there's an answer that can be solved with money. Like Ooh. if you actually look into the question of what happens to homeless vets and how do we fix this problem, you realize it's not as simple as money there's no or effort, sense. you know, there's this constant parallel of like, we can't help such-and-such such people, because we have homeless vets, we need to help ourselves first. Um, I don't know why you can't help both at the same time. Uh, I don't know why you don't understand that homeless vets is an extremely complicated, sensitive issue that shows how fucking callous you are. I'm getting political. <laughs> it just it frustrates me, But but it's a life, you know? I mean, they're all lives, and you wonder, you know... Like how do these people? Because you know, a lot of these police officers have kids. They have wives. They have really nice, expensive mortgages. You know, it's it's a fucking weird where are they situation is in the wind. In but the wind? I'll, I'll
2: bring you back the to the
0: answer, that. my friend. Exactly, is blowing
2: in the wind. But, um, You're you in back. a different song than I am. <laughs> I'll bring you back to the quote I, I I mentioned back in our writing stream. It's chaos. Be kind.
0: You know, someone actually put on it. So I was listening to Joe Rogan and they had a, a podcast quote. This guy was quoting the Dalai Lama and it changed my entire view of how I want to approach things. All right. And he just basically said, it's one question. Does it end suffering? Any action you take, is it going to end suffering? So then you started thinking about like protests and you start thinking about like boycotting Guardians of the Galaxy three. Yeah, dude, that's that's the that's and it's like that's it, the whole basis of non secular moral philosophy, my dude. It's a it's a quote to live by. Is does it end suffering? It's beautiful. It really is like this idea of like maybe we should all start pulling our heads out our asses. I, and, I have a question for the two of you. Do you have think rules? that way?
2: Like as, as human beings, do you have rules? That you've elected to sit down and write, that you have for yourself.
0: I've not written a rule, but I have rules that I go by, like, don't... Man's gotta have a code, right? Yeah, don't don't harm somebody. If it doesn't harm... So, here's... Okay, so, if it doesn't harm someone, I don't feel it's worth taking an action against. So, this idea of transgender politics... Who fucking cares? exactly does it fucking harm anyone who cares what if kind it, of hardware someone wants me if it, if it comes yeah. down to the point where that person <clears throat> wants to harm someone else then so it's this idea of um, you know like sexual abuse mm-hmm. you know that's harm but so many people try to blur the line and it's like no there's a line there if someone wants to change their own body that's fine if they want to change their own body and harm someone that crosses the line
1: if it doesn't hurt anybody in any way whatsoever just leave them be yeah the
0: and light. that's what and and I, I get that from philip defranco like he talks yeah. about like he's like it doesn't hurt anybody what's the point yeah like, why are you so it pissed it doesn't
1: affect you emotionally it's not gonna like destroy you inside let them be who they are
0: like, yeah as long as you're not hurting anybody,
2: i don't care what are, what are a couple of your rules other than that jared
3: Um,
0: I try. I try. Okay. Uh, this I learned from my mom. Uh, really working on defining the lines of what's worth a battle and what's not. So, um.
2: You try to pick your battles.
0: Yeah, there we go. Try to pick my battles. Um, and I pick them carefully. Uh, <laughs> depending on what time of day. I pick them easier uh, there have been times where some people have woken me up at 6am to piss me off and I come at them like a fucking bear <laughs> <laughs> I run at them like a fucking freight train yeah they they realized how like how pissed it is um, but it's just this idea of like you know if it you know if it doesn't like, I have to realize what matters and what doesn't. Mm-hmm. So, if it just pisses me off at the moment. <clears throat> another thing I like to do is always look for someone else's perspective. I like to take a minute mm-hmm. to look from someone else's shoe. As an actor, yeah. it's what I was trained to do. I mean, you, you literally have to be another person, so. So, you try not to speak out of turn. Yeah. Um, one of the best examples is my cousin once said to me, I was, we were talking about, again, we're getting political. We were talking about the, the, uh, the people who have illegally come here. And I said, what if someone was like, what if your family, your entire family, you and your children, cause she has kids. What if they were all in danger and your only way to escape is to illegally go to another country? And her words were. I would never put myself in that situation, and I thought, what blind fucking ignorance! I, don't have a choice. I, I know. I, I I asked her to put herself in their shoes, and she refused. And to. she just basically took the shoes, moved them, and stepped in her own shoes where those shoes would be. So I try to like look from someone else's perspective, and in any situation, I try and find the best in someone. And there are times where. You know, but then if we get down to like, do not cross my line. Don't fuck with my dad. The brass tags. Don't fuck with my dad. Like I and it's funny because like a friend of mine who was son of the guy that fired me and I I was I was basically bitching on Snapchat about it and he saw it and I fucked with his dad and it was really interesting seeing it from the outside because I knew exactly where he was coming from. <laughs> it was, don't fuck with my dad. It doesn't, have to, it doesn't have to matter. But the thing is, is my dad is a different type of person. My dad wouldn't fuck with you unless it came down to the point. So, like, there's really no reason to fuck with my dad, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, and I've even accepted that if my dad did something unspeakable, I would, I would have to come to terms with it but don't fuck with my dad. <laughs> like I've had weird fantasies of like police coming to get my dad. And I'm like, that's where I die. Cause I go fucking at him. <laughs> you know, like it's just, but I'm, and I, I and yeah, I, I think I'm <laughs> sorry. I'm, I'm pacifist to human beings. I'm not, I'm very violent when it comes to inanimate objects. <laughs> that's just how I am. Those, you know,
2: what about, what about you, Tommy? What are what are some of your rules?
1: Uh, one of them, I try not, kind of like Jared, I try to, like, look at the world through other people's eyes. I try not to prejudge people, which is hard, because I think as human beings, we are hardwired to just instantly judge people based on how they look or what they wear. Or... And so I try not to do that. And it sounds cliche, they tell you it all the time growing up, but... I literally try and treat others how they treat me. Like, that's just a major rule. If you're going to treat me like shit, I'm not going to bother with you. If you're going to be there for me, be my friend, be nice to me, I will give you the shirt off my back. Like, Mm -hmm. those are my two major rules. I am kind of a super pacifist just because of how I grew up and the shit I went through, too. Like, I abhor violence.
3: Mm -hmm.
1: Like, eat. So much so that there was even a couple times in school where I got in fights where I just didn't defend myself because I don't like conflict. I just let myself get beat up.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I think do unto others as you would want done unto yourself is a good, like, sum up of a code.
2: That's a good way to live your life. I I have three that I I follow most of the time. I have a total of eight, but the other ones don't matter. I actually sat down and wrote them down, and I used to carry them on my person, because sometimes I forget. Yeah. I I don't know if you guys noticed, but I, I have a rage problem. No. Yeah.
0: I guess, I mean, I guess if you think about it, like, the idea that you write down a code, you really, I mean, it's a strong evaluation to sit down and think, okay, what are the things that are just a part of my nature? And what are the things that I actually need to remind myself? And the, the, the list of the things that you need to remind yourself should be your code.
2: Because uh, two... what we
0: explained was sort of in our nature, but keep going. The
2: two that, uh, the two that I abide, or try to abide, they're, they're rules one and two. It's uh, do no harm,
3: cause no pain. If I, can, if I can do those, then I know I'm at least leaving the world marginally better than when I showed up. And I have, sometimes I have to actively remind myself to do both of those things. Because I get, I get
2: very, very angry sometimes. And I, I cannot control my anger. I'm
0: like, like, my, like, my problem is, is like, whenever it comes to my anger, it's like I will never want to harm a living creature. Mm. Like I, I hate it. Um, but whenever it comes to like that, bookshelf or, <laughs> that fucking bookshelf. or my controller, you know, it's like I don't mind busting a bitch in half. <laughs> <laughs> like, and that's where I kind of lose out from time to time. Like at one time, I will be honest with you, there was one time I got so frustrated. Uh there was this game called Marvel Ultimate Alliance that I was playing. Oh, I love it. And I spent I think I want to say like $800 on this computer. And because of that game, I put my fist through the screen all the way out the back. Of the yeah, We've all it s- took several hits. We've all but seen I mean, that it act. was, ah, you know, um, and I still think about that laptop from time to time, <laughs> but it's inanimate objects. I just like it. I become a little blind and it becomes like satisfactory to destroy that thing um i it's a little more difficult now that i'm like married because what's all of our like everything in here is not just mine what it's mine and my wife's so. So, so we have to like it's a shared thing so like if i destroy something it's not just my thing anymore so it's it's hard yeah It's Um, really hard.
2: hard.
0: Yes it is. (laughs) Well when Um, you're infuriated and it's stupid things like I'll stub my toe or something Mm -hmm. like oh I got so pissed the other day and it hurt all day too when I stubbed my toe yesterday morning on my this fucking chair. (laughs) My my
2: third rule, um it's not so much that I have to remind myself, it's just something that I like to remember. I grew up uh as as i'm sure everyone has figured out i know i grew up in a trailer park i'm Mm -hmm. i'm I'm not from uh what people would call a well-to-do family
0: right so um
2: i've i've acquired the mentality of i can i can take care of myself i can pay for my own shit you know Mm -hmm. so i've i've adapted the the idea of do not take what is not freely given It's not just don't steal. It's don't like.
3: Like if somebody's like, hey, here. Then I will take it from them.
2: But if they're just like skirting around and they're like, well, if you want it, you can have it. I'm like, no. Unless I get the words, please take this. (laughs) I will not fucking take it from you.
0: So one of the interesting things I used to argue with Darian about tips. um. Because when I worked at the deli, we got tips. Of course. And Darian had this weird code against tips. And I finally just looked at him one day, and I said, I will fire you if you do not take your fucking tips home. <laughs> <laughs> like, and he said, okay. <laughs> but he said it was something that was ingrained in him at High V, like tips are bad, tips are bad. But I, I, like it was the weirdest code. Because oh, I had to assertively look at him and say, take these tips or I will write you up. Like, I was so mad. When you work for a company like Hy-Vee or, or Fairway or Walmart, you are
2: not allowed to accept gifts, and that includes monetary tips. hmm So I can understand, like, if he worked at Hy-Vee for so fucking long. And that's
0: your first job, too. Yeah, like, that was his first job.
2: If, if he's just, he's not used to the concept of people giving him money for doing a good job
0: yeah well and it becomes part of your pay I mean yeah. the way that I operate right now is that I have this understanding with my customers and my boss that because I earn tips that those customers are partially my boss now and that I have to make everyone happy which is a different way to look at it than
2: That sounds exhausting.
0: if you're at Walmart you know and you're like you're paid by <laughs> one person way down the line who gives no fucks about you whether they whether you're fired or you're not like you know honestly like you get your paycheck you go and you do it and then you have these ass hats who come in and inconvenience you even though they're, re- they're the reason you have the job but you're still like fuck these assholes like, no, it's a different perspective
2: i don't have time when
0: when to you show have this you where re- the salt
2: free kidney beans are i'm yeah, trying
0: to talk the pasta aisle <laughs> it's it's a different perspective when they become you tell them exactly where it is uh, <laughs>
1: could you just take me i yeah. told you right where it is it and beca- then I take them and then like, It's
0: I'm sure listed what? on the fucking signs that are hanging nine feet above your head <laughs>
2: I can um, tell you the exact item number, what shelf it's on, and what placement on that shelf it is, but you won't fucking listen to me. Right. So follow me, you dense motherfucker. And then
1: you take them there, and then every time I have to stop raging because they're like, "Oh, it's exactly where you said it would be," and then I'm like, <laughs>
0: "But it's it's this mutual respect. Like when you're a waiter, like you like this is also my boss, and they are also actively ta- deciding how much they want to pay me. So you you have this new mutual respect, and then you get the asshats who. don't tip and
1: i have a friend that is literally like that i've been to the frontier cafe four or five times with him because i mean it's cheap food so Mm -hmm. cheap we've been several times and two of the times we went he was point blank i was like i'll get the tip and he looked right at us and he's like no i'll get the tip guys so we all went outside and we're waiting on him and then he came outside and he's like i didn't tip and we were like why and he literally complained Because even though the waitress working at the time was the only one there, and she was working for the whole place, she still made it to our table every five to six minutes. And he said that that was way too much. That apparently when he goes to a restaurant, he wants to see the waitress like twice the whole
0: time. Yeah, you're supposed to go about two to three times maximum. Um,
1: And yeah, we saw her like four times yeah, time we were there, and he's
0: like, that was like three times too many, I didn't leave a tip. I'm it, like, e-. Listen, from a waiter's perspective, if you guys want to leave a message, and this is to Tommy's friend specifically, if you want to leave a message, if you do not tip, if you tip $0 to that person, you are probably a cheap asshole. That's how you... You're not teaching anybody a lesson, yeah, and, you righteous motherfucker. Exactly. So here's what I'm going to say, okay? This is how you leave... This is how you leave a message. Put down a penny or two. If you leave a penny or two, that shows that waiter or waitress that you have actively decided to tip them, but at the lowest possible amount, because you did not appreciate their work.
1: Well, and it, it wasn't like she was coming all the time to be bothersome. She noticed we had drinks that needed to refill.
0: Yeah, you have she to refill drinks. Up. And that shouldn't count. Um, right. The t- amount mean, of times like, that you see them, that shouldn't count. Them keeping like, your drinks full and yeah, is she, a, is an she, expectation. And came
1: to, to keep our drinks full because what me and my buddies do when we go out to eat is we'll just sit and bullshit for a bit. We'll eat and we'll yeah. talk after we eat. She just kept coming and refilling drinks and he thought that she came several times too many I was like well I'm appreciative that my glass was full the whole time we were chilling
0: yeah no I mean that's just good work and and the thing is is I'm I'm the opposite type of person as soon as you're done eating and I've given you refills I don't touch your drinks unless you ask me to Mm -hmm. you want to know why because I expect you to fucking leave. <laughs> like, it's called table turnover. Mm-hmm. The fact that you sit there and chat, that waitress is probably infuriated. Oh, and yeah. then you don't tip her, and that's even worse because you should be paying that woman for renting that table right, for um, as long as you are. I got I got something to say about I'm that. an angry waiter. I got something to say about the Frontier Cafe.
2: They have something there called the Cowboy Burger. And it's my favorite burger. It's got the the fried onions on it with jalapenos. It's barbecue. Sauce. Oh, okay. It's good. Yeah. I, I go there with my dad uh, one day, as you know. He's like, "Hey, let's hang out." We don't do that very often. We do a lot more now. With this like, um, long story, anyway. Long like, story. Hey, yeah. let's uh, let's let's go have lunch. I was like, "All right, Dad, let's do that." So we we go to we go to Frontier Cafe. I order the cowboy burger with with the fries, get some chili, start it off. Cause you no. know, I'm a
3: cowboy. <laughs> I'm a cowboy.
2: Yep. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> so um, I get my chili. I get my chili. Shit, I'm bullshit with my dad. We're, we're we're sitting there. We're sipping our sodas, having having a high ho time. And um, we get we get our food. And my dad he gets his. Uh, I think got like some years. Some pasta. And uh, my burger gets there. I take a
3: bite out of it. I'm like, something's wrong.
2: So I swallow the bite I just took, I take the bun off the top bun off my burger and I notice I haven't any jalapenos on my burger. And okay. um, it is it is not the lack of jalapenos that is tip me off to the absence of jalapenos. It is the horizontally sliced green olives that are dusted with chili powder, <laughs> that are dusted with chili powder on my sandwich that tipped me off that I do not have any jalapenos.
0: Wait, did they... Okay, so... Are you telling me... that... they were like... Oh my god. We don't have jalapenos. I have a plan. (laughs) (laughs) The old switcheroo... Are you telling me that they... this time. They covered green olives in chili powder... And put it on my fucking sandwich. <laughs> to, try to, to try to make you not notice. No, There's no jalapenos. Terms, like... That's not lazy. That's fucking stupid. <laughs> like, That's like, like, like. Like. <laughs> I always. Like... I wasn't even mad. I couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> I would have, I would have been like, all right, Dad, we're going to the kitchen, and I would have been like, you sons of bitches, <laughs> you cheeky, you fuckers. cheeky fuckers! Like, did you really think <laughs> I was gonna be like, yeah, that tastes like a whole Look at me, <laughs> I'm a fat bastard. I know what food tastes like, Girl, right?
1: Just this don't taste like
0: spicy goodness. Oh my God,
2: that happened. <laughs> oh, would you guys like to hear my track record for things I found in cafeteria food? Do it. At, at, my, at my school. What did you find? Okay, at the bottom of the list, I found a feather in one of my popcorn uh, chicken bites, which, understandable. Okay. That's fine. Yeah. Um, I found a, like, like a really long scale and part of a spine in a fish stick one time.
0: Alright. Once again, understandable. Fish sticks are fucking random. Yeah. It can so happen. You
2: can't, it can't help. You can't help. it. It's not their fault. But this one, it haunts me to this day. I took a bite out of a burrito. At my school,
3: and I found
2: a human molar that was, I found a human molar that was not mine so what, what I did, here's what I did, boys. What I did was uh I spat that into a napkin, and then I dropped my whole tray into a trash can. And then I went home. Peace. <laughs> oh my god!
0: I could not deal with the rest of that school day. <laughs> you just walk into the house, Mom. I'm done. Why? I'm, I'm been done wounded. for the day. <laughs> I found a human molar in a burrito today. There's so many questions as to origin. I that miss. origin of that molar. Like, did it come from one of the lunch ladies? Or did it come from the packing plant for that burrito? But I (laughs) missed. You can buy those wholesale. Yeah, you can buy them. Where do you buy them? Um, You buy them from different restaurant places. You can buy buy them from from restaurant lunch. Or you you can just walk
2: up to the lunch ladies and be like, hey, they'll sell you a box of
0: burritos or a box of Crispitos and be like, all right. We talked, about, we talked about sixty dollars. We talked about at Westside. My buddy Lucas and I talked about splitting them, like splitting a box, because we can, because Matt can get them for us at Westside. So we thought about um, buying a whole box and splitting them in half.
2: How much is a box?
0: Uh, I have no memory, oh. but he wanted to like split, and it was like I think I would have ended up with like seventy of five, and I was like, that's like, I'm like I'm gonna have to actively take space in my tiny freezer. Now that I'm buying a house though, I'm gonna put a deep freeze in there.
1: Worst school lunch experience I ever had was on a Crispido day. And I ate my three Crispidos and I was hungry and I went back and got more. And I was still hungry and I went back and got more. And one of my friends is like, This is ridiculous. You've had nine. And I was like, Dude, Tyler, I didn't eat yesterday. I slept all day. Like, I'm hungry. So my friend bought me three more. And so that makes 12. And then I had two other people were like, God, you ate 12. How many can you eat? And I was like, I don't know. So two other people bought me another set of six. And I ate those. And then the bell rang for my lunch period to be ending. And I was like, I have open campus right now. So I'm going to stay. And, like, two people had showed up. And they were like, oh, my God, how many have you eaten? 18. How many can you eat? I ate 21 crispitos And then I drank seven chocolate milks. And I was fine after the Crispitos till I drank the seven chocolate milks. And then I was in the bathroom the rest of the school day throwing up.
0: Chocolate (laughs) milk is, like, really heavy. Like, it it goes straight down there. Like, it's weird. I've never understood it. Okay, guys, well it is two and we just started talking about crispitos, so I'm fucking hungry yeah Right. um so I we're gonna let you guys go we might work, work something out but keep an eye out for us next week what do you think about doing the writing podcast at 11 again next week that works Tom do you wanna show up for the writing podcast I feel so sorry I never invited you sure I'll show up okay so we're gonna we're gonna do writing podcast on Twitch at JDM um, join the Deem Stream. Yeah, join the Deem Stream, and we're gonna do a writing podcast for an hour, and then at noon we're gonna switch over and do our podcast team podcast. Deem. Uh, team team. Um, sorry, that was join the Deem team. <laughs> it's the G. Join the Deem Stream. Welcome to Team Deem. <laughs> join the Deem Say team. We're <laughs> here on the Deem Stream. <laughs> I gotta go. I'm I'm so hungry. So we'll see you guys next week. Deem it. Uh, keep an eye out for that stuff. Again, you can download us. Just uh, deem it. Just deem it. Deem it. Deem anyway. it. Oh, deem it. Deem it, everybody. All right, I swear we're going. Um, <laughs> seriously, download us on Google, or iTunes, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, or Castbox. Put a little nerdy in your pocket. Fuck you. And then uh, you can watch us live every Wednesday at noonish. Uh, and then we'll figure out a schedule for the writing podcast sometime but you can you can check those things out and they'll all pop up pretty soon on itunes google Play, to dry Hard radio and Castbox. so we'll see you guys next time thanks bye. bye
1: bye still bye keep on